it's a bit of an update, at least for my life. Yeah? Yeah, that shit crazy. Like, all right, I, I just hit record and shit, so. All right, so basically, like, back in, uh, like, 015 and shit, well, I wasn't fucking with niggas very much, and I had a whole lot of time to spend in the house, but I was still seeing, like, music and culture and fashion and shit, and one of the ways that I chose to do that was to take in all of this crazy shit that was going on in uh, Chicago. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I think, um, obviously, Ak was reporting on that shit, and his page was going crazy. But there was other small pages of, like, street niggas that I was following to, like, really get, like, a real full sense of what was going on. Forgive me real mm-hmm. quick. Hand up. I ain't got no pants on and shit. But, <laughs> anyway. Yo, dog. Keeny Ivory Wayne and shit like that. <laughs> Yo, dog. Nigga, pull up Keenan Ivory and shit. Niggas just got up and, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, like, basically, I, st- I stopped watching because a lot of the niggas that I, that I was – paying attention to and that I kind of cared about, they was dead or in jail, like all of them niggas for the most part. So Damn. I went back yesterday because something kind of led me in that direction. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was like, oh, I can't remember exactly what it was, but somebody was talking about investigating some type of crime. And you know how it is with the crime shit. It's like, oh shit, what happened? What happened? And they showed some footage of a nigga getting shot. And then I'm like, I see the nigga getting shot. I'm like, Wait, that's what's his face? And I ain't even gonna say niggas' names right now, but I'm like, damn, that's what's his name? That nigga was like, he was clicked up, like niggas fuck with him. So I was just gonna go check out like how that nigga died. And I done found out like this nigga dead, his old head dead. I saw the nigga who shot him. He he dead. Um damn. Nigga, the nigga who made all the documentaries on all these niggas that got it all popping, Zach TV. Mm-hmm. He yeah. did. He Damn. Did. They they got that nigga driving down the street, bro. They got it all on video and everything. And like Damn. he was neutral ball. He was the boy trying to like reach out to the community, put everybody on, and like he wasn't on no gang shit. So he was like, "Yo, I can go here. I can go there. I can go there. I'm communicating with everybody." Like, so it was. Yeah. They got his ass. They killed his homie, like his cousin that was with him. Like it was wild. And like he, they ain't even killing him like that day. They killed that nigga like two days later. Matter of fact, the day of his funeral, they killed his cousin. Damn. That's crazy, man. And that's the funny thing, because, like, when I hear about, like, you know, the shit going on in Chicago, yeah. I always feel that it's, like, overblown and shit like that. And I'm like, nah, man, I, Chicago's a cool city, but nah, it ain't. I, but I'm, it's, just, it's just crazy, man. It's but, like a soft white underbelly, though. It's like, if you ain't, if you ain't looking for it or if you're not, if you don't want to hear it, you don't have to hear it. Yeah. Being not from in there, you like being just from a nigga from out here. You don't have to hear nothing about that shit. You can just go look. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, because you go to Chicago, go chill, have a great time. Yeah, you can be the whole time and just stay around your hotel and be fine. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't, I don't know. You you feel like you want to touch the city? You go to the wrong place, you may end up some shit. Well, it's, it's, you know I mean, the way they separate is all South Side, West Side is where all the crime happened, and then like East Side apparently and North Side is like developing and like industrial and like you know that's where that's where niggas stay didn't south side used to be the bad part but i guess they came in gentrified it i guess is that is that what I, it is I, I can't say from experience but i know niggas still getting killed on south side so yeah so i don't know i really don't oh. know well chicago but, listen man i'm gonna need y'all niggas to get it together man it's 2020 man hey any look black man, any black man killing another black man in 2020 man that sounds <laughs> so condescending that you say it like that but i i 100 percent agree with you but what it really comes down to is, remember niggas was talking about uh, 
will happen if they let niggas out of jail. Yeah, because because uh, when Kanye went to meet Donald Trump to try to see if he could get uh, who was it, Larry Hoover out and shit. Yeah, yeah, see if he can get him out. I guess to get some old heads in there to establish some order. My only thing is, I don't think that would actually fix the problem. You know what I mean? I told you, I told you, I disagree with you, right? So here goes the yeah. thing. Um, when I when I watched that Jay Prince John that I watched, one mm-hmm. of the, he was talking to, he was talking to Larry Hoover on the on the phone and shit, and Larry. I swear to God, bro, Larry only spoke for about 40 seconds before I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He was basically like, yo, niggas need to all get together, bro. We could take this shit over if we all get together. Like, it was, don't get me wrong. He was, it was a little bit more concrete than just that. But yeah, yeah I, I think that, I think that his influence is still very, very deep. And I think that, you know, coupled with real street rich niggas like a Jay Prince or somebody like that, like them niggas really, they, they, they still garner the respect that they garnered long ago. And they got the organization and the money to get it done. Yeah. So, so you think like, you know, if we can, if they can pull it together in Voltron, you think we can get like, you know, a street version of the uh, NOI and shit? You know what I mean? Absolutely. I think the Black Panthers can live again. But at the same time, like with all the tools that niggas got, you know, social media, the influence and the range. And then like, you know, like we, 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 we don't have to depend on TV and, and the mainstream media to put us on. Like we could put it on for ourselves at this point. So it really mm-hmm. just comes down to a nigga, like, doing it right now. Because, like, we got apps, bro. We got fucking, like I said, we got the media. We got everybody listening to us because we got pop music right now. Like, literally, if niggas decided to do the right thing at the moment or niggas decided to focus all of the energies and all of the powers on a movement, a singular goal or mission. I think so, that could definitely happen. I mean, because, yeah, because, I mean. I don't know <laughs> I don't know if it's, I don't know if well, it's well, well, yeah, I don't know if it's gonna happen. I feel like you know you imagine you know by right, everybody in uh everybody in Tory Lanez live right now. It's, it's, niggas is too busy doing that. Yeah, but I'm just saying if, if but if Tory Lanez like extended a shout out to you say what I said I'm in there too. I ain't judging nobody. Sure. But yeah, if Tory, if Tory decided to take that moment on his platform, why does yeah and just sh- shout it out like yo, listen man, we got this new uh, movement. You know what I mean? So. Not just Black Minds Matter, but yeah, Black Black Takeover or some shit like that. You know what I mean? And kind of go from there and shit. So, but I like that. Uh, very idealistic in a bit, in a big sense. But it's weird because I was having a conversation uh, earlier today. Essentially, this is amongst like kind of old heads, and they these are people in the church, and they're just wondering like, man, you know, like how do we extend the church to like you know millennials and new generation? You know what I mean? Especially, like, you know, during these times, uh, like, you know, with the church being closed and everything like that. So, you know, a lot of talk is about, like, you know, the church just isn't it just isn't just the sanctuary. The church is just people and everything like that. You know what I mean? So going out, talking to people, uh, witnessing, offering a hand and how, you know, these times, particularly these times, it's like a very big moment for, you know, pretty much the church to kind of just take this opportunity to extend this hand. And most of them niggas sitting at home, just like everybody else. Yeah, but... Hey, I mean, but you can do what you can do, though. You know what I mean? So, like, rather be praying for people, witnessing for people, witnessing to people, I guess, online. You know, obviously, you can kind of – it makes it easier with social media. But then I think just offering a hand and just extending and just charity and help and stuff like that, especially mm-hmm. now in this times where you got fucking 30 million motherfuckers unemployed, which is really 80 million motherfuckers that are unemployed right now. You know what I mean? But Or underemployed at this point. So I feel like this is definitely a time to where, you know, I don't know if, if you want to necessarily show that loving kindness. This is definitely a moment, you know what I mean? So, but I don't know. I feel, feel like, you know, we're not going to probably get the same, the right takeaways from this moment that we probably should. 
uh, be it, I don't know, I guess by human folly or design, but I don't know, man. But in terms of this, this whole like, you know, new black structure and shit like that, I don't know. I can see that um, being something. You're breaking up a little bit. Can you hear me? Yeah, it says uh, internet connection unstable. Yeah. So. I'm, I'm, a cool. I'm a little yeah, better. I'm a little better now. We on, yeah, we see it, we see it right, right here. But I guess uh, uh, I just want to use I, that point. Uh, all right, well, yeah, what's up? So, I was so. gonna say, I was gonna say that uh, the church takes the responsibility, or at least it was given the responsibility by Jesus to be a light to the world, um, also to be salt to the world, which is like uh, the same way that niggas go out and love. What's that? 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 And do charitable things. They are also supposed to go out and let. At the same time, they are called to do that. So you know, yeah, I, I respect it, but I just don't see that. I don't know for some reason. I just don't see that. Oh, yeah, I get that one more time? Because <laughs> I I love okay. Mr. Hurt. Hope we're getting part of that. Yeah, what were you saying? Yeah, yeah. One more time. Sorry about that. It's all good. I ain't really making a point anyways. I was basically just saying, like, uh, the church is called to be a light by God or by Jesus, but they also call to be salt. So in the same way that they call to, like, be kind and charitable and do for others, they're also called to call others to repentance and to point others out in their wrongdoings. Uh, so at the same time, it's like I don't even think niggas want both of those. I don't even think niggas want both sides of the coin. So, uh and then, like I said, I don't really know what that even looks like. Like, I don't even know what it looks like for the government to fucking be responsible and then <clears throat> get together and, and choose to do things that are proactive. And I damn sure don't know what it looks like for a people or a nationality. Actually, you know what I do? Jews. I do. When Jews get together and just uh, they share their money, they, they go into business with one another. They, uh, they, they, they stick together in their community and then they fucking they synagogues and shit. They got like Facebook groups. There's all types of shit that they do just to stick together, man. I fucks with it, though. A lot of them niggas go to Hebrew school just for the connections, just for the community. Connection, yeah, they, they may not necessarily even be, you know, believe it religiously, but I guess it's in terms of just culturally and by the family and shit. Yeah. So, so that's yeah. the thing. So, so do a lot, I wonder why a lot of people hate that. Because uh, it's crazy because that's why a lot of people, I, I, I get the feeling that a lot of people hate Jewish people because of that, because like, you know, they're making prudent, smart decisions and they're binding together with their family to take care of each other. No, the motherfuckers, I guess the way they see it is like, yo, I'm out here struggling by myself. So why the fuck y'all niggas together with this shit? You know what I mean? So yeah, you think I, that's that? I think it's because niggas don't have that type of unity. But I mean, if I'm going to be completely hundred percent honest, if, if, I, if, if we are to say that we believe anything in the Bible, I mean, what it come down to is these niggas was out, being God's chosen people and uh, worshiping the way that they worship. And then doing it in, in the land where all these niggas was looking at them like, what the fuck is y'all doing? And then them niggas emulated them to a certain extent because they saw the blessings that they had. And then after that, they attacked the shit out of them. And then for the most part, you know, for the whole rest of history, you know, there was the diaspora. And then, you know, there was the fucking, uh, what was that shit Hitler did? The Holocaust. Holocaust. Um, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, they've been hated on. Because they call themselves God's people. They've been yeah, I can see that. I can see that. But granted, I guess who much is given, much is tested. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, to, yeah to, to, to whom much is given, much is expected. Uh, yeah. With power comes great responsibility and all that good old shit. And being a Spider-Man and a superhero. 
But all right, well, kind of kind of made that point before. Good thing you kind of started with the Chicago thing. Granted, this has kind of nothing to really do with it, but uh, great power, great responsibility. So I was reading on YouTube, Jay-Z's Rock Nation pens an open letter to the Virginia governor demanding justice for Ahmaud Arbery. So he actually went through the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Hey, let's, uh, let's, uh, <laughs> let's assume that some of the audience is somewhat like myself and has gotten to the point where all of this death is, uh, they're starting to get fed up with it. So they probably don't know everything about this case. So you want to uh, kind of reiterate some of the fine points of it for them? Okay, so particularly with this case, if you haven't seen it, uh, in Atlanta, late February, uh, you had a young black man who was running on the street. Uh, you had two- Jogging, he was jogging. Yeah, running, sorry, jogging down the street, exercising. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, and uh, pretty much you had two white gentlemen, uh, father and a son, uh, the father being a former sheriff, actually. Uh, essentially, they called in the 911 to try to make a report because they thought that the gentleman that was running was actually someone that was actually robbing and breaking into houses. So their justification for calling the cops on him is while he was jogging, he saw a new construction of a house and he was taking a look at the property. So when he got to look at the property, he kept running. They called, they decided to try to make a citizen's arrest, quote unquote, and they ended up killing him. And, uh, after which, uh, you know, no arrests were made. And we comes to find out that the dude that actually shot the kid, he actually was like, you know, very close connections. Uh, they had to drop the case a couple times to switch DAs because of conflict of interest, because, Somebody was related to somebody's wife or husband. Uh, somebody's related to who. Somebody used to work with who. So, so essentially, they've just been like kind of just playing hot potato with this case. Yeah. Since late February. I, actually, I like that you told it from that perspective because you kind of uh, you did a real good job of highlighting all of the privilege and all of this. So, so they played they played hot potato with this case, and now we get to the point to where someone leaks the footage that someone had on their cell phone and, you know, mobilizing social media, you know, those gentlemen are now arrested and there'll actually be a case for it. So, but kind of just bringing it up, it's just funny that uh, just seeing, you know, talking about, you know, great power Thanks, being great responsibility, uh, you know, Rock Nation, they pinned a letter. Appreciate you, know, you know what I mean? But granted, I mean, they've been on that shit lately though. So I, I you know, but that's just the kind of just tie in the point. They really but, uh, they reeling back from that NFL controversy. So, I mean, I don't think it was really a controversy. I, I feel like that's one of those decisions. It was a controversy early, but I feel like that's one of those decisions where in the moment it may be something, but if you look five, ten years from now and you see that this nigga and you see where shit actually goes, I think motherfuckers will actually have to eat a lot of crow on that shit. So, but uh, I don't know. Jay, why you say that? What do you, why you say that? Well, the, the whole uh, rock – with the Rock Nation deal with the NFL? Yeah. Uh, I just feel like there's a lot more protection. asshole about it? Or are you talking yeah. about as far or, – or you're, or you're talking about, like, Jay-Z not being motivated completely by money? Like, which, which, which aspect are you trying to find? Hold on. You said who, be, who being an asshole? I said, are you talking about Cap ending up being an asshole, essentially, the whole time? Or are you talking about Jay-Z not completely being motivated by money? Which one of these redeeming qualities are you going to be trying to stand behind? Well, it's all right. <laughs> perfect, perfect me fashion, right? Combination of the two. 
But uh-huh. uh, but granted, Cap, I think Kaepernick and Jay Z. I think there's just two different sides of the coin, right? Jay Z realizes, hey man, listen, I gotta get it. If if I need to affect some change, essentially his big thing going through his career has been the guy that helped people come to a decision. That cool guy that had his finger on the pulse. That guy that had enough cachet with the public to be able to do things. And granted, he put a lot of himself on the line to be able to do that, but. Being yeah, able to come in there, cryptocurrency on the line to do that. Yeah, a lot of it up actually. Yeah, but but he put a lot of it up. But I think for him, it's bigger dividends because he sacrificed a bit of the social currency to pretty much be able to get his foot in the door in an even bigger arena to where he can make even bigger moves. So, not even saying that he'll be end up making you know having his own team or some shit somewhere. But I mean, he has some major oh, moves. But I, can, man. I can give him credit for I can give him credit for Meek. I actually can do that. As much yeah, as I'm well, on my niggas, I can give him credit for that because I saw him well, and Rob Kraft uh, kicking it. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I, I see you see that. You know, I mean, you got that. I mean, just peep how he even set up the the Super Bowl. His first, his first highlight headline acts is fucking Shakira and J Lo <laughs> headlining the Super Bowl. Granted, they got the bag for it. I'm sure about that. Uh, I mean, it's just, but I think smart. I said, what's special about that? Them bitches is both past their prime. But I think what was uh. Well, was a smart business decision about nah, it, making, Pat, nah, nah. making it Latino based. They're both yeah, exactly. Pat, um, you're not gonna sit here and argue that with me, bro. They both like forty. I don't care saying. if they both still look good. I don't care if they could both still get it. I know that's true, but they both passed their prime, is what I'm saying. Oh, uh, past prime. So, well, I don't know. They're still they're still doing numbers. Shakira probably not as much, but J Lo. We're just talking about that, man. J Lo and Iggy, Iggy Azalea, man. Luke Booty got a big booty. You know what I mean? But well, like that's said, for another story. Well, like but, I said, I th- I th- but I think of the whole the whole Latino headline in it and kind of just like, you know. That was smart as fuck. Yeah. That's game in the system right there. So who's going to argue with J-Lo and Shakira doing the, you know, the halftime show? Um, I'm surprised more women didn't. <laughs> but uh, those bitches idolized those bitches. So I dig it. So, I ain't mad at it. I ain't but, mad at uh, it. Back, but back to the case, I mean, I don't know. I mean, granted, it's, it's a bunch of bullshit, man. I mean – and it sucks is that I hate that it, like when this first came up I was a little numb to it when I first heard about it I was like oh shit I mean what else is new you know what I mean and then kind of just uh, you know me taking that deep dive seeing what people's reactions were kind of just on both sides obviously you know you go in you know you see how the left feels about it you go in on these like you know super right wing websites you know what I mean the motherfuckers like trying to find ways of justifying like why is he running at a guy that has a shotgun pointing at him he must have been doing something wrong. Or, hey, maybe he was stealing. And if he was stealing, you're ridden. So it's kind of just shit like, you know. But it just sucks because, I don't know, just the value of just, and I, I'll even go to say just black lives, the value of life, period. Just like, you know, if it doesn't necessarily fit your narrative and how you view and how you believe in things, it's easy just to throw somebody's shit out of the window. And you kind of even see this shit with this whole coronavirus shit. I mean, be it be it real or fake, you know what I mean? Motherfuckers willing to say, like, man, fuck it, dog. That niggas got to die, man. Fuck it, man. But I need to get out here and get out this money and shit like that. Or, hey, man, you know, <laughs> it sucks. I, I mean, I he may have been jogging. I personally have said myself, yo, if 3% of them got to go for all of us to have our freedoms, let's go. Let's go. Um, okay. I know that that's fucking – I know that so that's, that's – so, so, But, but that's, 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 that's that same argument, right? Hey, man, listen, dog. If I accidentally shot one good nigga, hey, fuck, man. There's plenty of those motherfuckers in Chicago that could have got it. So that's one less nigga on the street that could have – you know what I mean? Nah, that don't make sense because the niggas in Chicago ain't killing white people. 
So there's no good reason for white people in other states to kill black people and then try to cite anything that happens between black people. But well, I, they, I don't know. But if they're killing each other, man, just imagine what they do to us. Don't we need more guns? <laughs> like I said, that don't make sense. Niggas go to niggas go play sports. Niggas go to the military, and niggas end up in the service industry. Niggas don't kill white people for the most part, bro. I mean, that's just how it go. White hey, people niggas than niggas kill white people at the hey, end of it. I was watching NRA, NRA YouTube, man. That's what they're telling me, man. I feel unsafe, man. Yeah. Well, you should probably check behind their numbers, dog, because them shits is wild. I, I know, I know. I'm, I'm being facetious, but you know. I know what you mean, are. Man. I know you are. But, you know, if you're gonna <laughs> you play, devil's I, mean? advocate, I gotta fight for myself, man. I, I mean, I'm not playing devil's advocate. But I probably could. I, I probably should more often, but fuck that. No, not for them niggas, man. Nah, nah, nah. It's, it's, it's enraging. It's an enraging situation because at the end of the day, we went through this shit like four or five years ago, and too many good niggas have already died for this shit. Too many good niggas have already stood for this shit. And we all sit here and watch the same asses bouncing on TikTok, and we all sit here and, like, subscribe to the same fucking, like, entertainers for the most part, on all of these media out outlets. So, like, if we can relate on how we laugh and how we smile and what horrifies us. Oh, sorry. If we can relate on how we laugh and how we sm smile, how come we can't relate on what horrifies us? Like, I see that shit, and that shit make me want to fucking cry. But at the end of the day, it's going to happen again, my nigga, because it already yeah. happened before. I mean, it's just probably happening right now. <laughs> so... And that's the thing that just sucks. Uh, I don't know if there's anything we can really do about it for real. Other let's not, than, I guess, let's spread awareness. Let's not sell hopelessness on this podcast, sir. Let's not do sell that. Hopelessness. Let's not do that. No, let's not do that. Well, well, well there, there are, I guess there are things that we can do about it. Okay. In that case, let's, let's, be, let's be positive here. Let's be positive here, right? No, so, I, mean, I guess. I got a whole family to take care of and teach values to. You know what I mean? As you do you. Yeah, but I guess that's the, the only discouraging thing about it because, all right, you can teach your family a whole values, but, you know, someday at the whim of some motherfucker being scared of some shit that he saw on TV, you know what I mean? This motherfucker may just wall out and just pull out on you just because he just mis mistook you right. for a completely <clears throat> different motherfucker, you know what I mean? That's that, that's the only thing that's... that's You're right. But I, can, I, can always, you know I, mean? I can always end up being a victim, and that's out of my hands. But you know what? I will not be a fucking destroyer. That is in I my hands. I dig that. And that's <laughs> not a solution. That, that's not a solution I'm, uh, I'm oh, recommending. Of course you aren't. Nah. But, I mean, if anything, I, I, would, I would want to destroy that fear. And I guess the, the institutions that promote that shit, or actually that enable that shit, for the most part. Uh, but... Nah, 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 nah. I, I ain't talking about being a destroyer. Like, niggas need to get up and grab their guns and ride for niggas, you know what I mean? Not that, you know what I mean? Y'all niggas kill X like Zimmerman, Zimmerman live shit, you know what I mean? So, but then again, there is a bit of an argument to that. So, because I, I guess niggas would think think twice about doing some shit like that if motherfuckers felt like, you know what I mean? They wouldn't get away with it, but. <clears throat> but I don't know. Vengeance is mine, say it the Lord, you know what I mean? So. It's the values, dog. It's the values. Yeah. If niggas thought they could get some clout or some money off of killing Zimmerman, then they would do it. So they would do that shit quick. So, but that's why I said before, like you know, I got a family and shit to influence and lead and teach values too. But I also have a specific amount of influence in my sphere, you know. And I feel like we all do. And I feel like mm -hmm. we all underestimate that amount of influence. So, I that's that's one thing right there. Like like I said, I don't want to pitch hopelessness. 
no, I ain't going to tell y'all niggas to fucking get out and vote. And I ain't going to tell y'all niggas to go buy no gun. And I'm also not going to tell y'all niggas to get rid of the gun that you already have. Cause I support mostly all of that shit. But what I am going to tell y'all niggas is to use your influence positively and actually use your voice and speak up for the shit. That's terrible. Cause honestly, half of the evil that happens is the silence of the fucking, the people who saw it happen. You know what I mean? Sense of omission. Yeah, exactly. There you go. That's, right. that's, that's funny. I remember reading that story. It's funny that uh, I was back in like high school. It was a story pretty much about this kid who grew up. Uh, and it was like one of those like, you know, South, South American stories. And you had this one kid who had this opportunity to actually like grow up and actually be something and do something. But I guess the motherfuckers that he was living with, they didn't tell this nigga that, hey, man, these niggas at school asking for you or shit like that or, you know what he could be and what could the potential could be. They just said, fuck it. And just like, just decided that, nah, I'm not going to tell this nigga who he can be or what he can be and how far he can go. Uh, so essentially, man, this nigga just ended up growing up, not being shit and just being angry. And essentially like he ended up killing that old man that kind of like, you know, and I think it was like his old uncle or some shit like that, that, you know, kind of just held back the info that he could have used to actually change his life for the better. So I guess, like you said, we're not going to commit that sin here. You know what I mean? People, you are beautiful. You're excellent. Uh, and you are powerful, so feel free to actually, man, throw that power, use that power, and wield that power if need be. Oh, yeah. Your voice moves mountains. That shit got vibrations to it, and if you use it more, then vibrations get stronger and stronger, my people. Indeed. Well, <laughs> speaking of using voices wrong, uh, got to retract some shit. Uh, last week, we were talking about... Uh, Different songs, and we got to do that credit. shit every week nowadays, bro. I yeah, think I well, every week. Nah, this is, a, this is, this I'm is not a reporter. I don't care. I'm not a reporter. I'm not getting paid to motherfucking report the news to y'all. I'm getting. I'm not getting paid for one. But well, nah, well, it ain't, it ain't paid, news. Getting paid to speak my opinion. So don't feel yeah. too bad. We all make mistakes, baby. I got you. Go ahead. I, I know. I know. I know. I know. But granted, I just want to give credit where credit is due for the most part. So last night we we're talking about music. Well, last couple of nights, I don't know. It's just all blending together. So a yeah. couple apps ago, last app, whatever app you listen to, we gave a shout out to somebody for a song. We said Kenna made this song called uh, Bloody Sunday. Actually, the song that he made was Sunday After You. The guy that actually made the song was Saul Williams. Uh, Strong black man. Bloody Sunday. You know what I mean? The album was called Nicky Tar Dust. Go check that shit out. That shit went hard. I actually listened to that shit again this weekend. Uh, so shouts out to both Saul Williams. Shouts out to Kenna. Uh, and go go listen to Nicky Tardust, man. Honestly, th- this week actually, man. While you while you guys out there doing your, you know what I mean, your two point, your, your two point two six miles run, you know what I mean. Listen to that album while you're doing that run. Uh, yeah. So RIP, you know what I mean. I met Arbery, you know what I mean. All right, this is. I like how this is flowed. It's all been like pretty pertinent right now at these times, man. So. Word. I mean, you know, we ain't talked to each other in a little bit, so we actually got to keep up. I ain't introduced this motherfucking podcast either, bro. Let me do that real quick. Fuck my name. And this nigga right here, this my nigga, man. Welcome to the ghost of the podcast. All right, that was it. That was it. Um, shout out to the fucking... Intro 20 minutes in and shit. I know, I know. All the rest of that shit is irrelevant. Um, I want to give a shout out real quick just to start the top of the podcast off. My nigga Offset celebrated a birthday. Birthday? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Offset celebrated his birthday. I don't know which birthday it was, but Cardi handed that nigga 500K in cash. This yeah. nigga cried. Yeah, 
she was like, yo, what do you give the man that already has everything? Give him cash and tell him buy whatever he wants. You know what I mean? So that shit was crazy. Yeah. Um, do you and your girl pull your assets? Uh, not quite yet. Not quite yet. Not quite yet. Soon enough, but you know, that's, 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 that's the next rung on that ladder. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that was the weirdest part to me about the whole thing was I thought that more people, I mean, I probably, <clears throat> I guess if I was a millionaire, maybe my habits would be a little different with my finances and shit. But I mean, I know when I was in a relationship, I brought home the bacon and she, she divided it up and cooked, cooked it and then put away the rest of it. And she was good at it. Well, the thing is, I mean, we pull, we pull certain things in terms of just like, you know, what we need and other things overhead. But I guess I know at least with me, you know, I mean, I'm still kind of getting a lot of a few things together. And I guess kind of the same thing on her side, too. But I think it's kind of the things that where we, you know, we finally come together and make, you know, the more permanent union. Uh, I think uh, we want to actually at least make sure we have both have a, a solid knowledge in it and got more of the ducks in a row. And we're not finding out things and having surprises and shit like that. So I feel like I like to iron some shit out uh, throughout that process. You know what I mean? So uh, not throughout the process, but before the process. So when you actually do that process, it's another hurdle. But I, I mean, but only, that's just only taking advice of like, you know, other niggas that have, you know, taking that next step and shit like that. And they like, yo, and they, they say like, yo, man, listen, <laughs> when niggas, you know what I mean? It's more of a business agreement more so than anything else. You know what I mean? So just make sure you got your books together and shit like that before you handle all that. So, but that's just that. That's a personal thing for me. I mean, I know how other niggas get down. I've heard how other niggas getting down and do it, do what works for you. But, you know, but why, why do you ask that though? I ain't got no bitch, so don't listen to me. But um, why did I ask? I asked because uh, I asked because she she gave that nigga money for his birthday. She gave him a half a million dollars for his birthday. So that means that she had she wasn't giving the nigga half of what she had. So she had more than a million, obviously. So she mm-hmm. gave the nigga a substantial amount of money of what she had, right? So mm-hmm. and she gave it to him. It was his. So that means that she got a couple million. He got a couple million. And for her to hand him that shit and say that that's his, that mean that they don't got no motherfucking account together, my nigga. They ain't uh, going to on bills, probably. They probably but, down to the, at the, as they probably go, I'm going to pay for this one, you're going to pay for that one. Or I'm going to pay for this one, you're going to pay for that one. But at the end of the day, it ain't like no joint checking account going on there. Uh, and maybe, maybe not. I mean, maybe it is, you know what I mean? But I don't know. I mean, perhaps for the future and the things that they actually going half on, but I don't think that that's like, I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to talk about nobody else's relationship just completely. Exactly. You know what I mean? Cause honestly, man, it's, man, far be it for me to man talk about the, the accounting habits and finances of fucking millionaires and shit like that. You know what I mean? So, you oh, know, definitely not. I'm just <laughs> curious. I'm just curious about like where relationships are nowadays and like people, people actually like looking at it more long-term as a commitment. Cause I don't think that that's the case. That was, that was pretty much what I was pointing at. I was basically going to say like, yeah, I think that these niggas is pretty much keeping, keeping everything kind of set up to have to, you know, have to move apart later on. Well, I mean, didn't, didn't they almost break up a few years ago? Cause this nigga got caught cheating and shit like that. So, you know what I mean? Was some public he, shit. He, he, he was just trying to set up the threesome. He didn't get caught cheating. Is, is that, is that how you, how they spun it and shit? <laughs> is that how I they mean, spun it? I, I it was I saw the fucking Johns. The, the chick leaked the Johns. The chick leaked the DMs. He was like, "Go get her," and I fly both of y'all bitches out. 
as far as I know, I don't know if it, I don't know if he got a chance to do it. I think he got caught before he got a chance to do it. Oh, before he tried to try, he tried to finesse it. Damn, it kind of reminded me of that uh, that Dame Dash shit. James Dash, uh, I was listening, I was watching his YouTube, and he was like, "Nah, dog, listen, man, I don't cheat on my girl, man. Listen, man, if a girl come up to me and she holler at me. I mean, I just tell him like, yo, go holler at my girl, man. If she with it, I'm with it. You know what I mean? That's how you gotta be, man. That's how you gotta be. You so, can't be out here half stepping. You can't be out here being dishonest. That shit will get you fucked up. Yep. Um, and plus the other thing too about a woman is a woman, I tell you, this is a secret, right? I'm about to put these niggas on game. Only thing a woman wants is for you not to embarrass her. At the end of the day, that's all she wants. If you go to the strip club, but you tell her, and you tell her, look, I ain't trying to take you. She ain't gonna snap. She ain't going to trip because at the end of the day, she know where you at. And if anybody else come to her and tell her, yo, guess what I saw? She going to be like, no, bitch, you ain't see shit because I told that nigga he could go. So at the end of the day, yeah, just give him that respect at least. Be a hundred. Be a hundred. That's like human shit right there. I shouldn't have to teach y'all niggas that. Honestly, best policy, man. When you up front with shit at first, I mean, when you let niggas know it from the gate and if you're genuine, you know what I mean? If you're a real nigga, you know what I mean? Motherfuckers respect you. Yeah, so. and the people who don't, that shit eliminates them bullshit-ass people immediately. So you don't even end up having to deal with them long-term. Um, uh, and they t- yeah, they tend to weed themselves out over time. So. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. and real motherfuckers respect it. Real motherfuckers always respect it. Uh, let me let me jump real quick to uh, Andre Harrell real quick. Andre uh, Harrell? Yeah, quick RIP to the man. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Uh, if y'all don't know, uh, former VP of Def Jam, uh, former CEO of Motown, he discovered and signed Puff. He discovered yeah, and up to Uptown Records, right? Yeah, on Uptown. He discovered yeah. Mary J on Uptown. Jodeci um, too, right? Yeah. Jodeci, yeah. So just by extension, he done put on like thirty niggas. You know what I'm saying? If you just put if you just put those two or three X and one, uh, but uh, D Nice reported that shit on his Instagram. That is the crazy part. Yeah, well, I mean, D Nice has been in the game for a minute. That's just funny, you know. know. It's just the it's fact just... that like niggas is watching D Nice so hard that D Nice, you know, what I'm saying, <laughs> like D Nice, I mean, D Nice news now. Like, I mean, the motherfucker. At any given time, he has like you know however many thousands of people watching his page, and that's just all the DJing. And the funny thing is, he probably just spit that shit while he was actually DJ. You know, New York's had that DJ style where they talk over the music, in between the music, and shit like that. You know what I mean? So. You know, you probably actually did a moment of silence during the mix and shit like that for it. I, I can only just imagine how it played out. But. No, I ain't see it either. So if y'all, y'all, I'm pretty sure y'all can find that though. If y'all check that out online, audience. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, just to keep it kind of like on the same, you know what I mean? Fucking, I talked to B and he told me, well, he popped that like two or three days ago. Oh, for real? Yeah. <clears throat> and then I was like, damn, I ain't know what to say and shit. So I just told B, I was like, man, I don't never know what to say. That type of shit. And like my pop died when I was young and shit. So like in my mind, I'm thinking I can somewhat relate, but even that is ignorant and and dissensitive and, and, you know, dismissive. So like, I don't want to be that guy. So I'm sitting there like, damn, I don't know what to say to a nigga. And then Maine came out and said the same shit I was about to say, which is Maine was like, yeah, I lost my pop. But even in that, I don't want to assume I know a nigga pain. Like, and I'm like, yo, for real, for real. And then B mentioned, like, yeah, that nigga mom died, like, a year or two ago. And I was like, fuck. Damn. I didn't even yeah. know that nigga mom died a year or two ago, bro. I knew she was, like, struggling and sick, but I ain't. I don't think I got the joint. 
when she died or whatever. But yeah, I don't want to, you know, you probably gonna end up cutting homie name out and shit, but dog, that's the shit I can't imagine right there, man. Niggas is old men right now, but that shit crazy, bro. I'm I don't even want to put myself in Joy's shoes and talk about that on this podcast. What I'm talking what I'm talking about specifically is what do you say to a nigga? I mean, there's nothing there's nothing you can really say. I mean, honestly, at this point now though, I mean, you know, he experienced loss. So at the end of the day, just remind him that he does have people that are here, you know what I mean? So in which case, just know, let the nigga know, like, listen, man, I'm here. You know what I mean? Just reach out to him. I mean, granted, I, I am after this shit's over. I didn't even know that. So I'm going to reach out to him, holler at him. Uh, I mean, granted, we, you, there's never really the right thing to say. That was it, and though. Not, I think you know the right on the head, man. Yeah, you know? I mean, there's, there's, no, there's nothing right to say. Uh, you need so, I mean, here, bro. I, I really, I mean. Yeah, I mean, so, and then, hey, man, if he calls in the favor, great, I'm here. If I can, yeah. you know what I mean? And, yeah. you know, any moment, you know what I mean? So, but, you know, I, I think that's the only thing you can really do in those moments because at the end of the day, man, it's like, you know, like you said, you can't predetermine or guess or try to analyze somebody's grief because you don't know what they're going through, man. You, you didn't have that relationship, man. So, you know, just going through the, you know what I mean? You don't even know how they even feel at this moment, you know what I mean? Right. Uh, I remember even navigating that shit, man. Because uh, I don't know, I guess when anybody passes, right? You know what I mean? Granted, I, luckily for me, I haven't had that anybody that close to me pass. Uh, but I don't know, I could just imagine. I mean, even imagining that shit sometimes, man, it just fucking breaks my heart. So I can only imagine being in that moment. You know what I mean? So, and that, nah, you know what I mean? So, but at the end of the day, just, you know, like like anything, man, just show your love and support. And, you know, that's yeah, all I we can really pray, do. I used to pray that I would go before my mom. Right. Right. You don't want that. Right. Nah, because I thought about it. I'm an adult now. I understand that fucking killer. That will kill her. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Ironic. That's crazy. So, yeah, man, let's brighten this shit up, man. Yeah. Well, <laughs> in perfect fashion, your boy. Yo, you were right about this, man. You're definitely right, man. What's that? Your boy. Your boy, man. Mr. Six Nine himself, man. He's back. Yeah. But he ain't just back. He's oh, he back, back. back. He's back, back. That nigga's back, back. I'm like, damn. I thought he was going to take a L. Nah, nope. dog. That nope. nigga's back and better than ever. Oh, back, my shit. Back vengeance. Trolling niggas. His whole last, I don't know if you listened to the song, but his whole last verse was just, aha, 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 aha. Like, come on, bro. Yeah. And the funny thing, he, during, during, on a new track though, he actually uh, he was actually spit like he he, always, he got out of the whole. I know, but you know, he got out of the whole. You know, you know, grassy oh, voice. Yeah, he, he pushed he the, actually, he pushed a little bit of you know I mean. Yeah, I'm like, all right, dog. So he, he had that he had that Fifi John with uh with Nikki where it was like Fifi got that whip whip got that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? He was flowing on that. Bro. He was killing that. So. I don't know, but I guess I guess that's a, that's one thing I guess to to look forward to. Maybe he's gonna go double time on the bars and shit like that. So you know what I thought to myself when I watched this nigga video? After I watched this video, I was like, "Yo, dog, me and E gonna have shit to talk about for at least a couple of years while this nigga out." Bro. <laughs> that's content now. It's gonna be easy. Oh my god, bro! Did you did you watch the Instagram live? I didn't, but did you know that he broke the fucking record? Got two yeah, million niggas yeah, on one two, nigga. Two million on one John, nigga. It wasn't. Wild. Yo, I've been watching bitches put all types of shit in their ass on Instagram lately, 
and they are not getting they getting a lot. They getting a lot on there, believe me, they getting a lot, but they are not getting nowhere near no two million, dog. Nah, I mean not not even the battles, the, the, and, the and I thought well, the crazy thing, I thought, you know, the Jill Scott versus Eric Badu John. I mean, they, that was putting them it numbers. Was like they yeah, they was like yeah, seven hundred. Yeah, they was at seven hundred. So I mean, granted that that shit was the highest one, at least in terms of just numbers that I've seen all across this year, right? Since the very That's beginning. Both of them, never mind. I ain't gonna get into that. Matter of oh. fact, I get into it. That's because Erica Badu be getting naked sometimes, and Jill Scott be sucking on mics and shit. So there's always a chance of any of that happening. Hey, I look, guess. you say what the fuck you want, but them bitches do it. They, they yeah. can you clout chase in their way. I'll do it in mine. Yeah, um, right. So yeah, bro. I, I mean, he is the most relevant rapper in the entire world right now, uh, hands down. And that's scary. It's real scary. But it's entertainment. What can you do? Oh, one second. Nah, nah. Damn, missed all that shit. My bad, bro. My fucking headset died and shit like that. So it's all good. It's all good. Um, what are you saying? What was you talking about? Oh, Kashi, you said uh, that nigga the biggest nigga out or some shit like that. Yeah, that's all. I was saying he's the most. He's absolutely the most relevant rapper out right now. So uh, that's that that's, that's live, true. That nigga that's go true. live and niggas want to see. Niggas want to see how he living. Niggas want to see how he look. If his eyes black, they want to see if he got any new tattoos. They want to see who did his hair, if his hair freshly braided, because that means he got bitches around. They want to see if there's some bitches around. They want to see if yeah. he got niggas with him or if he got gang gang around. You know what I'm saying? It's everything about his life he has sold and and, and fashioned into product. So now niggas is buying it, everything. Niggas That's a crazy thing, because this nigga's like, and the funny thing is this nigga's like in witness protection. He not. Um, he's not? No, he denied that shit. He turned that shit down. Man. Man, put it this way. It's, it's too much money. That nigga's just worth too much money to too many niggas right now to not be in some type of protection. So so somebody so, somebody looking out for his ass right now. <laughs> the people, you could one could argue that he got a lot of money on his head because he got a lot of niggas who hate him. But another one could argue that he got a lot of niggas protecting him because he's worth a lot of money to a lot of niggas. A lot of niggas, yeah. But, but I think that's the combination of the two, right? It's, it's like, you know. He's a cash cow for too many people. Yeah. That, that risk-reward type of shit, you know what I mean? So. The nigga went through 48 years <laughs> and finessed his way out of that. Yo. He, ain't, he don't care no more, bro. He lost his life, like, and he got it back. So it ain't no risk he ain't going to take at this point, bro. Oh, man. Well, hey, man. And I think I asked you this before. You think this nigga clone? Now? Do I yeah. think he's a different clone than he was when he started? <laughs> or do you think he was a clone from the gate, so they made it work? You know what I mean? Oh, I'm asking that. That's why I put it that way. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think that. I think that he. I think that he's lost and he has nothing to lose in his eyes. And that's just as good as being a clone. Yeah, probably. I mean, but he's got everything to gain because I mean, shit. I guess what's better, you know what I mean? Being out here doing whatever you got to do. Or being down there locked up as a fucking pretty Mexican nigga with fucking rainbow hair in jail and shit like that. You know what I mean? So, bitch. Huh? A pretty Mexican snitch nigga with rainbow hair. In, in, in jail, you know what I mean? In jail, you know what I mean? So, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, granted. Uh, he, he, once he made that deal, he was always under protection. Like, he was never going to be in gym pop once he made that deal. Yeah. But the funny thing is I was watching his live and he was just talking about the whole uh, situation. The motherfucker's talking about like him snitching. He's like, nah. He's like, well, you got to talk about snitching. You got to talk about loyalty. It's like, you know what I mean? Well, these niggas loyal to me. never even had a chance to be loyal. I told you that shit on this podcast, nigga, like on fucking episode two. I was like, bro, 
Nigga about to do 48 years for some niggas who betrayed him before he even got locked up. They kidnapped mm-hmm. this nigga, beat his ass, and fucked this girl. Yeah. Why wouldn't he tell on him? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess I so. Would. I would. If y'all niggas look, even if y'all wasn't the gang gang, if one of y'all, if y'all niggas did that to me, I'd tell on y'all niggas too. I'd be like, yeah, I went to high school. I knew them niggas my whole life, whole life. But guess what? <laughs> <laughs> that nigga gotta go. Yep. We ain't friends no more. We ain't friends no more. I gotta, I gotta worry about mine now. Yeah. And I guess if I gotta get you out of here, you know what I mean? If they gonna do it, you know what I mean? Shit, I'll let them do it. So. For real. Shit. And on some real shit, if I think you're a threat, I might fuck around and put a hit out on you in the joint. <laughs> just saying i'm a millionaire now right <laughs> figuratively speaking so and that's funny because they were talking about man they said this nigga had two million in, in his checking account and it's funny when that shit happened uh like motherfuckers in the industry like you know like you know motherfucker like news niggas and shit like that and radio niggas they would because you know a lot of times when rappers first come up they don't really have like no real money like that so they're like yo this nigga really had two million on the talk just like this nigga made more money this year than I did and shit like that. Shit's crazy, you know what I mean? But I he, guess when you like that, when it's like that, it's like that, man. So Yeah, he 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 had a lot of more a lot a lot more momentum than a lot of niggas knew. Like he had been touring overseas before a lot of these niggas knew about him over here. But so, at the same time, go ahead. Nah, so do you think well like you're saying with that, do you think he's kind of getting that uh I feel like he's in three lanes, you know what I mean? So he's got kind of like this American gangster lane. Because he's Latino, he kind of gets into that bad bunny lane. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, with the name, you know what I mean? He's, he's kind of in that, you know what I mean? What is it, that Chino rap type scene and shit? So mm-hmm. he can even fit on top of that. He ended that gore goth tattoos on your face and the whole body shit, too. So yeah. all, of the, all of the German gangster niggas and all the Russian gangster niggas and the Slavic gangster niggas, they all relate to that shit. They all relate and to that. And he's thinking like, rocking rainbows and shit like that, too, man. Bro. And then on this top of that, there's a new generation of children. Fucking psyop, man. Told you, bro. And there's a new generation of children who are just all drawn to it because he uses cartoon imagery and all of this shit now. And this nigga, this nigga's going to endorse Donald Trump, man. This nigga gonna come through with the MAGA hat and be chilling. It's deeper than that, bro. It's deeper than that. I mean, but I think it, but it's deeper than anything. I think it's that same level. You know, what I mean, that same level brand branding. You know, what I mean, like that. That you know. I'd be more mad if he endorsed Biden, honestly. <laughs> Just oh, man. Uh, you ready for Wayne? You're the Wayne? Hell yeah. Wayne. Hey, Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. The talking about Lil Wayne. That's yeah. what we need for president. Lil Wayne for president. That's what I'm talking about. Lil Wayne and Waka for fucking vice. So, you know look. I mean? Like, the whole thing is. The Wayne Carter 2020, dog. You're the Wayne. Yes, sir. Carter. Carter for the 2020. Um, yeah, so basically, if the audience don't know, if this is the first time of these niggas listening, since we don't got no motherfucking drops or nothing like that. I just want to let y'all know that Lil Wayne is the GOAT, and we want to recognize that. So by doing that, we salute Lil Wayne every single day this year. So this is the year of the Wayne. Uh, you want to start us off? Easy, baby. There we go. I'm ready, man. So track here, Nightmares, my Nightmares from the Bottom. Yeah, nightmare, Nightmares of the Bottom, sorry, from Carter Floor. Uh, keep opening your grill. I'm barbecuing with it. I know my shit already tight, so I ain't screwing with it. Some say this game is a joke, but I hope you get it. Okay, I'm walking on needles, sticking to the point. Yeah, the streets is talking. I'm familiar with the voice. I'm a gangster by choice. I hope my son's shoes wiser. Don't call me sir. Call me survivor. This nigga's stupid. (laughs) 
Do he even got sons? I don't got no sons. I don't know. Yeah, I think he's got all the. I don't know, dog. This thing had a wave where this motherfucker had like five kids in one year. Yeah, he do got a lot of kids. <laughs> so, so oh, it's hard to tell. So he might. Nah, he, he got to have at least one at this point, man. Could you imagine little little Wayne? Little little Wayne. <laughs> little little Wayne. Oh shit! All Baby right, Wayne. Uh, I mean, the little nigga on the Carter albums is not. I don't even know. Anyway, <laughs> uh, my shit is uh cashed out. Um, from dedication four, I'm gonna just try to like talk through it because I don't want to sound like I'm rapping and shit. And if she bounced that ass, then I'm dribbling. That pussy so wet, it turned me to a gremlin. <laughs> There's only one me. Ain't no equivalent. She give me brains. Brains like it's trivia. I got a black bitch and a red bitch. I call them hoes Aunt Vivian. Chopper, <laughs> knock your face off. Black shades, Ray Charles. I be killing young hoes. I got your hoe in my graveyard. I ain't working with a full deck, but I pull out that ace card. She grabbed that dick with two hands, like she about to pray for it. <laughs> I shouldn't even keep going. Oh man, nah, just leave it at that, yo. Oh my god, I can't. Oh, oh my god, I can, oh my god. Wait, wait, I got one more. I got, I gotta keep going. All right, Clip, all right. clips hanging, no curfew. <laughs> <laughs> hanging no curfew fuck you and who birthed you damn i'm shining like some church shoes Birdman jr y'all bird food i like that i'm about it i said i'm about to come all right that's it that's it, that's it. we're just gonna leave it there we're just gonna leave it there leave it at that yeah leave that let's think of wayne man Yo, yeah. he, this ball, man, he played with it, bro. He really played with it. Pause, bro. Bar for bar, man. He, he played with it and prayed with it. You know what I mean? <laughs> about to pray for it. Pray for it. Pray for it. Oh, <laughs> man. Damn. Yeah, shout out to the GOAT, man. Yeah. But, yo, th- didn't he start his uh, own radio thing on fucking Apple Music or some shit? I remember you mentioned that some years or shit. Yeah, I think it's Young Money Radio. Money young, radio? Yeah, he just did a joint with Drake the other day. It was like it was like full Drake interview online, and it was like sixteen minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, he been having mad special guests. He did a joint with Eminem that I didn't watch. Uh, he did a bunch of joints. He got mad random people on there. It's kind of dope. I'm gonna probably I'm gonna probably binge watch some joints after I'm done catching up on this Chicago shit. Damn, Wayne Wayne and Eminem man, that's kind of fucking dope. I, I, I like hearing that one. Yeah, plus he got a great personality. Like so, I. I kind of always wanted to see him broadcast, but it's kind of weird to see him broadcasting in the way he broadcasting because it's like him in a dark red room it's by himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I saw I saw the one uh, the one photo of it. It's not even like a fucking like a head on shot. Like he's got like a fucking GoPro in the fucking corner of the room, and this nigga just there just chilling, talking. Like, yeah, it's just him being himself. Yeah, I can imagine he does that shit all the time anyway. And somebody just finally decided to fucking film it. That's all. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's that's pretty dope though. I like that. 
Yeah, definitely. I, I, I really respect the access that all of these artists are giving us nowadays. I used to fucking hate that shit, but now it's like, who can't love it? Who can't, who can't appreciate that? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I guess that's what people want anyway. Um, I guess the only thing is, like, it gets to the point to where, like, it's more overexposure, right? Because I remember um, this past week, I was looking at, like, an interview from Beyonce, and she was talking about, you know, the whole part of being an artist now is just weird is that, like, more people are more focused on, like, who you're dating, who you're talking to, what you're wearing, how you're, you know what I mean? Like, it's more about the things outside of your actual art. So when it comes to, you know, having a very strong voice or, like, you know, writing really passionate lyrics about your life and your story and stuff like that you know a lot of this 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 overexposure i guess this provision of yourself kind of gives a takes away from the art of it you know what i mean so the art of actually making the art or pretty much finding a way of taking the situation in your life that you're going through and making it into a song for people to digest it it's kind of taking away from the fact that you're kind of like showing people every step of the way as it happens so i guess by the time the art drops it may not necessarily be that or a lot of times like that art's really even detached from that you know what i mean like a lot of music that people are making isn't even part of that story you know well think about it right think about it like this so you used to have like the beatles and shit you know this is to me the beatles is like the pinnacle of like the first wave of pop music in america right mm -hmm. so like and this is the first time like everybody's listened to the same shit for the most part, at least right before that you had mad black people doing it at first, but you know, I don't want to give them the credit for that, but little Richard, RIP little Richard, the fucking, Oh my God. Little Richard invented all of that shit. You listen to him. He'll tell you. Um, but anyway, so you got, you got the Beatles and shit like that. And the goods at that point, the goods was the songs and the shows. And you know, that was about it. That was that was media, okay? And then that evolved, and now we have what we have today to where, like you said, that access has expanded, and the goods has become deeper than just the song. The song is no longer the goods. The goods is you, your you. real fucking life, your privacy. So at this point, that's fucked up, and it's too much, and most people can't handle it. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, niggas is monetizing everyday activities, and I can't do nothing but respect and love that being a broke man coming up. You know what I mean? I like seeing opportunities for, for earning. That's all. So if I can turn on a, a camera and show you how to, uh, how to bake this fucking hen and you're going to pay and you're going to love me more and you're going to listen to my songs even harder because of that, then yeah, I guess I just got to jump into that and, and see it for the value that it actually has. So is that your YouTube angle? I know we were talking about this last week. You know what I mean? I got three YouTube angles, but I don't want to announce them on the John. <laughs> you know what I mean? You, be, right you know what I mean? Beer can hens and shit like that. You know what I mean? You're you going to be fucking chef. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Chef homeboy RD. You know what I mean? With the bars. You know what I mean? You know what's home, home, you know what I mean? Chef, chef home bars RD and shit like that. So You the cooking ass, nigga. That's the funny part. Like, I'm pretty sure more niggas will watch you cook food than they will watch me make beats because more niggas cook food than make beats. I think. Oh, my God. I think no. that's how that works, bro. Man, nigga, speaking of cook food, man. Nigga, I told you, man, earlier today, man, I was a fucking whole butler, bro. Today I cook food. Happy Mother's Day, cuz. Happy, happy Mother's Day. Happy belated Mother's Day to all the moms listening and all yeah, the other yeah, moms. Yeah, Go tell your mom you love her. Yeah, my yeah, bad. Yeah. Go ahead. 
No, 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 but seriously, yeah. Oh, that was going to be one of the shout-outs, but hey, man, let's get a shout-out early here. Shouts oh. out to all the mothers out there. Shouts out to all the people that do have their mothers. Shouts out to people that don't. Yeah, yeah for real. Uh, but, uh, but seriously, shouts out to all the mothers, you know what I mean? Just being nurturing and caring. You need but, uh, it's funny, man. I, sw- I swung through today just to chill for the visit. I knew I was going to make my- make service of myself there. But... Yeah, what you thought was going to happen? You were going to go over there and play some cards and shit? Fuck no. Nah, man. Nah, but that's it. I mean, I knew I was going to hold it down, but I didn't know I was going to be. She had you out there. She had you out there whacking weeds and shit. Well, nah, man. They, they live, man. They live in the towers now, man. So, you know. Mm. So. Okay. So. Okay. We, we, they got the comfortable living. They don't got to walk up no steps. So. But, uh, but nah, it's crazy, man. I fucking cooked four steaks, helped fried chicken. This nigga cooked four steaks. Made, 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 made the, the fucking red lobster pedi- cheddar bay biscuits and shit. Uh. <laughs> Them Jones don't. Them Jones ain't fast either. They take a little bit. Yeah, so man, so niggas was in there, man. Uh, <laughs> niggas was in there. And I was like, damn, man. But it's funny. But it's one of those things, right? You do all that stuff for your mom, and then at the end of the day, she still just says, like, yo, make sure you take some home. You know what I mean? I'm like, damn. I mean, because she's never gonna let you take more care of her than you. Then she's gonna be able to take care of you. Yeah. I so, mean, you gotta be a rich nigga for that. That's when niggas. That's when the whole buying niggas houses and. <laughs> Dying niggas' early retirements come into play. That's what. Yeah, but, but I think, but I think even in that, you know, what I mean, it's kind of a thing to where it's just like I think they they still in there. You know what I mean? So yeah, if, I, if I told my mom, if I gave my mom all the money in the world and told her to retire, she would be like, "Boy, I'd probably die if I sit down." Fuck that. You probably move into your crib and be managing your crib and shit <laughs> just because you know what I mean. So oh, she'll find a way to manage everything. I'm sure so, she'll manage my whole career if I give her a chance. So, damn, but man, ser- seriously, man, but shouts out to mothers for that. So. Man, mm-hmm. uh, speaking of cooking, though, nah, it, I would be interested in starting a cooking show and shit like that. But man, I ain't, I ain't really, I ain't really with all that, man. So, but shouts out to my cousin, Muda Chef. Uh, he does catering and does cooking and everything like that. So if y'all need to fuck with somebody that's gonna cook and do all that for y'all, you know what I mean? Fuck with him. Yeah, uh, y'all gotta be, y'all gotta be in uh, Turkmenistan though, because that's where we located. So we, we only, <laughs> we only do that business locally. I'm just fucking with y'all. Y'all niggas know where we at. Anyway, um, I know now. So you want to shout the you want to shout the uh, nigga, we talk about the fucking Eagles and Sixers every fucking week. You wanna uh, you wanna you wanna shout the business out for your cousin? Nah, yeah, nah. It's a couple things. Nah, listen, it's, it's gonna be a pl- time and place. I gave him his name, so you know what I mean. We'll get it there, but you know what I mean. All right, y'all ready? When y'all ready, hit me up. You know what I mean, and hit us up. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Y'all ready? So for catering, events, whatever y'all need, man. Take yeah, don't have to Hit us up, man. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, fuck our names. Um, so KD is thinking about coming back for these abbreviated playoffs that may never happen. Yeah, I mean that'd be interesting. I don't know if it's necessarily worth it for him because That's I don't know. You come. You come last time. I mean, well, the thing is, I mean, he's coming off of injuries. So, I mean, at this point now, he's pretty much healed. I think he just wants to get out there and play. I, th- I think for him, it's just an excuse to get out there on the court. He's just like, listen, man, win or lose, you know what I mean? I just need to get out there, you know what I mean? So, I don't know if he's necessarily going to push himself to the max. Uh, but I know coming off of an injury, waiting a year and a half to play basketball, I don't know if that necessary. I, I, I get the feeling that it's like a common – like, there's time off – to where it actually helps you heal, but I think there's time off to where it actually hurts you. So 
Well, I mean, I heard he's been running. I heard he's been running um, a lot of the five on fives and shit with the team, and doing a whole lot of pickup. Uh, so it's not like he's not been active. It's just he hasn't been active in that professional capacity. Yeah, um, but I, I, I think I think like you know being active in that way, and, and granted, he's probably running like you know three, four games in a row at his crib and shit like that, his home personal court and shit like that, just kind of getting himself together. But yeah, I feel like, you know. said by many wise men, you, you cannot simulate that fucking in-game action. Yeah, yeah, in-game intensity and shit like that. And I feel like, you know, even if they, they come back for, like, something abbreviated, uh, granted, you know, depending on how abbreviated it is, that nigga might not even be playing. <laughs> but they may- niggas, I was about to say, them niggas ain't – are they even in the fucking playoffs? Uh, no, no, no. I think they are in the playoff hunt. I think they I think they were, like, you know, like – No, but they in the hunt with, like, nigga, eight seed is Orlando, cuz. I mean, so they, – they, the, they, they in the hunt with, like, two other niggas. They in the hunt with the Bullets. I mean, <laughs> the, yeah, bullets. the Bullets. And uh, what the fuck I've been at? You've been watching too much, man. Fucking '90s basketball. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Go back to fucking 2021, man. Skip the rest of this year, dog. Yeah, nah, fucking uh, nah. The Nets are actually in the seventh seed, so they would actually be going up against the Raptors. That'd be interesting, though. I mean, if if he came back, the only the only issue I have with the Nets though is that they don't they don't have no coach. They fired a coach. Can you do the rest of the seeding from four to uh from four to? Six. Four to six. You're looking at uh, Heat four. Sixers. Pacers five. Uh, that's a good four, good five. Six or six. Tisk, tisk, tisk. Uh, Nets seven. All right. Orlando eight. That's why I ain't think the Nets was fucking seven, because I ain't think the Sixers slipped to six. I thought the Sixers was still five. Yeah, but before, before the six is like, you know, it's, it's, it's a two-game spread. So it's just – I damn sure ain't watching the Pacers games to keep up with their records. Uh, the Pacers is nice though. That's the thing. No, no. Oladipo came back too. So the only, the only thing is though, if you play, fashion also. And beautiful, yeah, dog. Yo, Oladipo was balling, man. Actually, the Oladipo been nice, yo. No, but he been nice, but I mean, he ain't come back slow at all. Like that nigga, I think he came back. His first game back was like 23, 27, some shit like that. Yeah. Well, well, that's the thing with the Indiana though. They they take care of their players there, man. So. Oh yeah, that's a good establishment. They 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 they, they, they are a great. Like I mean, establishment. I mean, man, a lot, a lot of these, a lot of these small market teams. I mean, they they do a really good job because obviously, like you know, Indiana. Granted, they have the the Colts, but you know, it's not really much there. You know what I mean? So the, the sports there, like kind of like the biggest game, you know, biggest name in the show. You know what I mean? So a lot of times, like they have to make sure they actually have something solid just for you know, what I mean, for the people that are coming. Because mm-hmm. Indiana, I mean, granted, outside of the fucking Colts and. And the fucking Pacers, the only place in Indiana I even know about is fucking Gary, Indiana. That's probably You know what I mean? So, so um, they gotta hold it down, you know. So, but uh, especially with like well, Larry I heard, Bird. I, I heard, I heard somebody break it down. Larry Bird, he's still in there. Yeah. What are you doing, GM? Nah, he's like the president of the team. Yeah, GM, president. He's 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 in the mix there. All right, he, front office man. Yeah. Um, no, cause uh. I heard somebody break it down real special. Like, they was like, all right, so it's like three types of teams. Like, you got these fucking expansion teams, which don't do shit and haven't never done shit. But, you know, at the end of the day, they don't really got too much of a chance to do shit. They got they got to make a whole lot of moves, and they got to take, like, four or five years of consistency for them to even have hope. Um, meanwhile, then you got, like, just those solid teams, which they can't take too many risks because if they take those risks, then they're going to end up losing 
that solid status that they had for so many motherfucking years. And us, Indiana just embodies that completely. Yeah. 100 motherfucking percent. Because they, they'll never pick up, they'll never pick up like three superstars or they'll never just like put it all in on one dude or two dudes. Cause they, 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 they always got to have like that same, that basis, that same uh, foundation. They, they need one good guy. I mean, remember at one point, Danny Granger George. was the fucking, yeah. Pump, but well, the thing is they actually had a squad. They had Paul George, Danny Granger, fucking, uh, who's this nigga? Blow ear nigga. <laughs> uh, this, uh, Little ear nigga. Blow air nigga. Uh, uh, Blowing blow the ear nigga. Uh, fuck oh, him. fucking Lance? Yeah, Lance, Lance Stevenson. He was balling back then. Uh, and they had Roy Lance Rice. I don't even know why he ain't in the league right now. Uh, he got more money. don't like him. You got, well, the thing is. It's just because he blew in LeBron ear, dog. That's the only reason he ain't in the league. Well, it's that. I mean, that niggas nigga figured that. Out. I mean, that nigga played on the Lakers. You know what I mean? He pl- nigga played with LeBron. Out the league. <laughs> he traded the rest of them niggas the motherfucking, the motherfucking, uh, I can't remember what uh, Lil Wayne calls it. Yeah, I know it's New Orleans, but Lil Wayne got a name for it where it's like it sounds real sad because of fucking Katrina. But uh, he traded them niggas to there. <laughs> which isn't a terrible – Which I mean, granted, it's not L.A., but New Orleans, being a young dude and, and your first contract in the NBA and you, like, you know, top five drafted, New Orleans ain't the worst place to be. <laughs> I mean, you could, you could go to the Bobcats if you – I mean – Sure. Well, I mean, granted, there ain't no Bobcats, so. No, I know. That's why I'm fucking playing. Exactly. Like, New Orleans is pretty much down there. Like, it's only New Orleans, OKC, uh, the Grizzlies. Uh, fuck. Who else just fucking sucks and has no history of being great? Um, I mean, if you want to give niggas the credit for the Sonics, then I can't really say OKC, right? No, nah, <laughs> nah, honestly, no. Nah. OKC has their own. The only thing is OKC, they killed their own legacy, though. For me, still in my eyes. They should have kept that squad together. Because, honestly, had they kept that squad together, it would have been a problem. I I think they would at least have one one championship, at least one. I don't think it would have worked. I don't think Harden would have got his chance to become who he was without without being able to start, at least. I can see that, but I think it came down to coaching. Uh, I don't think Scott Scott Brooks did a good job of bringing those guys up, but I feel like if you got the right right coach in there to kind of figure out a way to make these guys compromise – uh, I think it would actually really work. And I don't think they built the quite the same, the right type of team. Like when KD left that team, his big issue with being there was that it wasn't that, you know, he wasn't playing with guys. Essentially their thing is they wanted to bring in athletes instead of bringing in shooters. I don't think they necessarily drafted and brought in the type of guys that they could have actually needed to support those guys fully. Uh, they had some good names like that in Canada at one point that served like a which is great, but the guys that they had flushed out with the bench were just all energy guys. You know what I mean? Just guys that could play defense, but there was, there was no real shooting. You know what I mean? Like, they didn't do – they didn't really make those pickoffs and go into the free agent market and make moves to make things happen. So. But that's on them. But I feel, I feel like had they kept that squad together, they would have got, a, you know, a couple of chips. But it yeah. Is it yeah, I, I mean, do you feel like Westbrook is uh, suffocating like most of these fucking uh, – Sports analysts say? I don't think so because I feel like at any given time you want to play with somebody that has that type of energy. And all you got to really do is take the ball out of niggas' hands. <laughs> you know what I mean? All you got to do is take the ball out of niggas' hands. Like, yo, you literally just tell, tell the center when you, you – know I mean, tell the center to power forward when you bring it up, give me the ball. I'll give it to Russ. You know what I mean? And he'll understand that. And he know like, 
I don't know. He, he seems like one of those guys that's pretty self-aware that knows that, hey, I can get pretty heavy, so you need me to come in there. But at the end of the day, having a guy like that that has energy that's going to go ball to the wall for fucking, like, you know, from tip to fucking finish, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I, I can't really hate that. You know what I mean? I, I feel like having him there is fine. I don't think that was necessarily – I don't think he was really the problem. Uh, I mean, the nigga averaged a triple-double, so you got to have 10 assists to get a triple-double, you know what I mean? So, you know, he's giving it out. Granted, you know, his shot selection sometimes is a little crazy. Uh, his shot itself isn't really all that great. But, you know, I feel like if you get around – Yeah. I mean, well, to, to say the least. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I feel like it had if it, it's one of those situations where that AI, AI situation almost, right? It's where if he, had a, if he had enough guys around him that he could trust – that he knew he wasn't absolutely better than, or at least if man, if you dish the ball out to a nigga, you knew he was gonna make the shot, even if he was cold. <laughs> you know what I mean? You be you feel more confident in him, and I think that's the big thing. But I think also playing alongside KD, I don't know. I feel like the way KD plays is pretty pretty funny too, because like he it's not like he necessarily needs the ball to get hot. You know what I mean? You just gotta, I gotta disagree with you. I gotta disagree with you because he did not have no starters. He did. I mean, sorry, he did not have no stars there. Like there. It was Paul George. There was KD. I mean, yeah, and he made Paul George look like a fucking uh, like a fucking MVP. He was an MVP. He played like an MVP. He gave him the opportunity to become an MVP because he's yeah. that good of a teammate. Niggas who played with that nigga, they all say he's one of the best teammates they ever had. Yeah. So, is I don't think it's really a problem. For the most part, I mean, I I feel like it's just the narrative. It's just but, a. It's literally. I think it's just the fucking uh. The media. No, I think it's the. Uh, I, I think it's the 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 media who gets. You won't answer their questions, so they take that personally, and like he literally said, "Y'all niggas is tripping," and he was like, "Why are you angry? Is it because you don't like Tom? No, I like Tom. Tom's cool. I don't like you. <laughs> like, you know. The thing, the thing is, like things with Russell, like with Russell Westbrook, he's a pretty simple guy, man. I mean, granted. The most exciting thing about him are his outfits. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know. Nah, he a pop, bro. He a husband and a pop. Yeah, I mean, that motherfucker goes to bed at fucking 9.30 every night. (laughs) Yep. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? So, he's, I mean, he's pretty pretty plain Jane as he comes. You know what I mean? So. When I found out all the shit he was doing for Oklahoma, bro, like how he was putting on for that city while he was there, oh, my God. I, I gained so much respect for that boy, bro. Yeah, I mean he's he's a pretty he's he's a stand up guy and he's pretty normal. He's not like like I said, the only crazy thing about him are his outfits, but he's not, you know. No, but even really further than just being stand up, because like I mean, it's hard to be stand up, don't get me wrong, but like yeah. he was beyond stand up. Like he was a great dude, yeah. He was a community, he was a community figure, like he was a dude. Yeah. Um, uh and it's a funny thing because another person that gets that same rap, fucking Cam Newton. Cam Newton's the same way. So but I mean, you were there actually that one time. We were having a conversation. We were talking to the, to the guy that was from uh, North Carolina, um, mm-hmm. and he was even saying how, like, yo, Cam Newton, man, like, it turns out he takes care of Charlotte, North Carolina, like, yeah. yo, like, you know, he he does everything. You know what I mean? Like, you know, he be with the kids, bro. Yeah, between showing up, showing up the schools, like, you know what I mean, and yeah. giving out his money. Like, it's like it's not just necessarily just the money; it's the time. Like that motherfucker's in the schools every week. You know what I mean? Where, dog? I wish I had a real nigga award I could get to that nigga, bro. <laughs> I was actually he was on my shoutouts this week. I was gonna shout out everybody still riding with my nigga. Yo, yo, we gotta do that, dog. We, yo, we gotta, yo, we gotta do one episode, man. The real nigga awards, man. Real nigga awards? Yeah, dog. We we gotta have categories, and we gotta actually like you know let's do it bro you give niggas their roses you know what i mean let's do it bro 
Let's do it. their roses and, like, you know what I mean, shop them out, man. List their accomplishments and shit like that, man. Because they're not going to do it for y'all, but we're going to do it for y'all, you know what I mean? So. Oh, yeah, we're going to do it for y'all, bro. <laughs> Oh, and we're going to put that, we're going to post that, John. We're going to hashtag everybody. We're going to add everybody on that bitch. Somebody going to hear it. <laughs> Somebody going to hear it say thank you. Um, Damn. But, yeah, bro, fucking, I don't know. I think, uh, I think, what the fuck was we just talking about? I'm sorry. I just lost that shit completely. Oh, yeah, Cam Newton in the community. My bad. I was going to yeah. say, I was going to say, I think a lot of niggas be uh, discounting that type of shit because they think that, like, yeah, that's a part of your job since you like an athlete or whatever. But like, it's not easy to be around kids that ain't yours. And it ain't easy to like spend time doing shit you don't really want to do. So yeah, when a nigga give a million dollars to some shit, I don't give him no credit for that shit. That don't mean nothing to me. But when it when I see niggas like out there in the field with motherfucking little little kids and shit and like chilling with the little, you know, the little people. And like actually like investing their time into that shit, which is worth way more than money. We all know that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that shit, I really, really respect and admire. But then to even go like a step further than that, like imagine if you was rich as shit and you could do whatever you wanted all the time. So that means it actually costs you a little bit more to give your time to these little niggas and be around people. Like you could be fucking all types of bitches. You could be doing whatever your favorite thing to do is. Or on top of that, you could just be working out and use that as every excuse. Like, look, man, I got a big career. Like, I got a lot of pressure on me. So, yeah, to be out there in the community and that and that uh, position in, in your life, that shit is truly respectable to me, bro. I dig that. Because guess what? I ain't doing it. And I got all the time in the world. <laughs> so, I guess let me use this to segue into this whole, uh, this whole last dance shit. Uh, so that's one of those things that Michael Jordan was saying, right? His big Isaiah thing. Isaiah is loving this shit, bro. Loving it. Shout out to Isaiah. He is loving <laughs> this shit, bro. He is so starring it. in this bitch. He is co-starring in this bitch. Go he ahead. Go but ahead. he, you know, but he, he's having a conversation talking about how um, he doesn't feel that, you know, if he could, he wish he could have everything else but beside to be a role model. Because uh, honestly, I, yeah. Niggas but I think commercial with kids singing. I want to be like Mike. Exactly, and I th- and he says that he feels like that was the mistake that he made. So he says like you know kind of with that, but it's weird though because when I look at it, and this is just me looking at it outside in. I mean, I can see that like you know you put in that like you know that ten to fifteen year grind of being an athlete, and you kind of just be all you can be. Because at the end of the day, you know what I mean, it's only a finite amount of time you have for that shit. You know what I mean? It gets to a certain point to where either your body breaks down or your fucking mind breaks down. You know what I mean? So one or the other. And yeah. it's going to come eventually, you know what I mean? So you got to get out when you can. Uh, well, that's not even just athletics. Like, that's life yeah, in general. That's life in general, you know what I mean? So. Gonna, any man you look up to, you're going to live long enough to see them fuck up or you're going to live long enough to see their downfall. So, like, at the end of the day, you just got to kind of take the good from them and not take the bad from them. So, yeah, I could still kind of relate to wanting to be like Mike because I'm that kind of leader. I'm that kind of – I'm that kind of driven when I need to be. Or at least yeah. I want to be. I aspire to have those, at least the good qualities of it. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we can we can sit here and try to say, yeah, man, that boy is a smoking, drinking, gambling, whatever. Uh, but, but, hey, man, but, hey, you know what, man? That nigga fucking – He earned the right to do all that shit. <laughs> and then that, nigga, that nigga was number one in his craft. <laughs> number one in his field for, for well, life. Like, for, for yeah. history, you know what I mean? So yeah, I was about to say, but not even, like, during the time he was there. Like, <laughs> all the time. after. 
<laughs> all time. You know what I mean? So, I mean, if, if you know, I guess they, you know, they say you have to allow a man his vices. Uh, yes and no. Uh, some some vices are worse than others, but you know. Oh, no, men going men, men going to kill themselves if you give them the chance to. But at the same time, you ain't gonna stop them. So yeah, <laughs> you just gotta let them be great when they're great. And if they're not great, get the fuck away from them. You gotta weigh it out, man. You gotta weigh it out. Some people are cool. Some people not. But this this motherfucker was like, yeah, man. I mean, I I was gambling. I was gambling a lot of money, but shit. Man, I mean, I didn't lose my house. I didn't go broke. My wife didn't leave me. <laughs> so you know, it was my. Life. <laughs> he said I got into it with some shady guys, but hey, I mean, I didn't know that when I got into it with him. Had I known that, I wouldn't have got into it with him. But hey, it's just it's just what it is. But hey, <laughs> so that that was a funny thing about about that. But uh, I guess the point I wanted to kind of come back to with all that was. You know, I guess it's a lot to ask somebody that actually, you know, who has like a finite window to when they can actually be everything they can be or everything they wanted to be to kind of take that time out to be other things to other people during that time. Because at the end of the day, like, you know, you could be the biggest, best athlete in the world. And after you retire, be the nicest guy, give away all your money and all your time and everything like that. But, so you but like think, you said, to the, to the point that you made, Cause I, cause I don't know. Cause you said like, you know, with athletes, you know, giving money and giving time is to be expected. Then again, I don't necessarily know if that's necessarily true. We expect that because obviously like, you know, no, giving money is to be expected. Yeah. Giving money is to be expected, but not like all, not like all the time every day, but like in these senses where like recently we see people struggling with this coronavirus shit and you yeah. see one basketball player say, yo, look, man, I'm going to give you, I'm going to pay the salary of these people. Cause I deal with these people every day. We like coworkers and I can afford this, this shit that we're going through, but they can't yeah. that right there. That's amazing. And that's admirable. And the yeah, first yeah. nigga that did it lovely, but every <laughs> other nigga that did it after him, you should have done it. I don't give you no credit for that. That's some shit you should have did. What's a thousand to you? What's a hundred thousand to you? That's all I'm saying. My, my, my great-grandson's fucking tuition. You get that back. They won't. They won't never see that again. But you Maybe, I mean, it depends on who you are. You know what I mean? So if you're the 12th nigga, you might not get that back. You know what I mean? So, but if you're the, <laughs> if you're the max nigga, you, might, you probably made it back already. You probably make it more given that way than you are fucking. You know what I mean? So if you play for the Kings. <laughs> <laughs> so. I'm not gonna finish that statement. Yeah, I mean, nah, but a couple of niggas on the on the Kings getting the bag right now. Shouts out to Harry. I mean, they guy. gotta pay somebody, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> they gotta pay somebody. They can't just look like they just like not doing nothing. They gotta at least act like they operating, look like they trying. And that's weird too, man. Cause just imagine if you were a team that was like intentionally tanking and you really just giving away money to somebody just because you gotta fill up cap space. It's more than just winning, man. This, 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 these sports franchises, bro. That winning is not the bottom line, bro. You know that. That yeah. winning, that winning is far from the bottom line. It's all right if you can get it. It'd be nice, but it's more about snagging a star. It's more about, uh, it's more about selling the seats and the and the jerseys. See, it's more about getting nice. on television and the advertising and shit like that. And it's more about just kind of really maintaining year to year. Cause I feel a, like it's the logistics too. I feel like in some cases, like I feel like some cities, for instance, like I feel like some cities they don't even want to really win the championship every fucking year. And some like because you got to think like logistically, your team winning the championship is a huge fucking burden on your city. 
these motherfuckers got to literally shut the city down. They got to fucking prep for a parade. Uh, you got to pretty much get ready for any alcohol, you know, fucking, well, all the alcoholics being in the street, fucking just like, you know, tearing your city up. Uh, all the economic activity for next week in your city, fucking gone. Because <laughs> everything's going to be shut down. And then, you know, you got to fucking clean up after all that shit. So I'm pretty sure, like, you know, some cities, they don't want to have to deal with that whole fucking, like, however many tens of hundreds of million dollars it takes to fucking, like, throw a parade and shit like that, you know, for their cities and shit. Damn. I think you might be right. So. I was about to say, like, what about, like, tourism? Tourism? I don't see Yeah, no- but that, that's a burden, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yo. I don't see so. that being great like that's terrible <laughs> not, not 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 like not i mean you you want to see a a st- like you know a bump so you think the you, know, you don't want to see a you want to see a bump you don't want to see a jump you know what i mean so you, so. Think, so you think the bucks have been like intentionally dropping out <laughs> yeah you think they've been intentionally dropping out early in the playoffs just you know what i mean nah 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 but i'm pretty <laughs> sure but i'm pretty sure like a city like toronto who fucking built a whole fucking like fucking park around their arena. I mean, I feel like they were in a place that where they were ready to have a fucking championship. And oddly enough, they got they in Toronto motherfuckers got shot <laughs> at the parade. I don't think that's ever happened at a fucking parade around here. I don't think Oh, well, you know, happened. Toronto actually has uh the same amount of crime per capita as uh sorry, not per capita. The same amount of crime period as New York City. No, oh, wow. And they're not even big. Well, you know what? Toronto is a pretty huge city, though. It's only three mil, bro. Three mil? Well, three mil every day, but you got to think about that whole metro shit. Three million people probably live there, but during, like, let's say you go to you go to Toronto at fucking... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. know. All I mean, it's, it's probably like 10 million people in that motherfucker, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And apparently they have a city, they have a city underground and overground. So, really? Like, yeah. I got to check that out. They got a whole crazy infrastructure going on over there. Yeah, dog. When all this shit lifts, man, we got to record an episode in the six, man. Mm. I'm D. I'm mad D. We going to go to the six or we going to go to Utah first? Uh, Probably do both. Nah, because we go to the six. We got to go We gotta go to Chicago. Nah, I ain't going to Chicago right now. Nah, man. Just hit, just hit, a, hit a connect on the way out, man. No, it's not that I'm afraid to go to Chicago. It's just I, I got to go to New Hampshire. I got to go to Seattle. And I got to go to, like, a whole bunch of other places. So, to me, Chicago is not really, like, high on my list at the moment. Chicago is one of them cities that I look at, like, very, very similar to the city I live in. So, I don't really expect to want to. You don't, you don't expect it to be that very, that much different from from from, from your city? I mean, I, not, I mean, I don't want to sound like an ignorant fool. I know it's going to be different. I know it's going to be culturally a whole lot different. But just the whole, the way that the city is set up and the infrastructure and shit, the culture of the city. Mm-hmm. That is going to be very. I think that Chicago is probably the closest city to our city as far as how that all how that all goes. You might be right. You might be right. You might be very right on that one, actually. Considering, uh, but on that note, yeah, it's just not high on my list right now. That's all. It's like, especially with this Corona shit, nigga. I got a list now too. By the way, I actually, yeah, at this point, list. yeah, because I mean, honestly, any trip I wanted to take, fucking outside of the country. That ain't happening for a couple of years at this point now. I'm so, going to New Hampshire in like uh in like two weeks. For real? Mm-hmm. Word. You still going what I would be? Uh yeah, I invited him. He said he's gonna come. So see what happens. 
Man. I was supposed to go to I was I, he wasn't even supposed to go to New Hampshire with me. He was supposed to go to we were supposed to go to North Carolina together, but we going to New Hampshire, I guess too. Fuck it. Damn. That's what's up. Damn, man. Have fun, man. Have a good time, man. Hell yeah, and don't get sick, right? I'm about to be New England swinging, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. You know they don't like niggas like me out there, so actually they do, actually. Oddly enough. Oh, for real? Yeah. Nah, yeah. like they, they they really do, because I mean you gotta you gotta figure, like, you know what I mean? They well. They do see you guys, but it's more or less like kind of like an experience. <laughs> I say you guys. I don't know. I was about to come at you hard as yeah, shit. Like, like I ain't one of us guys, you know what I mean? So Yeah, for real. Yeah, me trying cool switch and shit up out here, you know what I mean? So Oh niggas. <laughs> you know I mean, I'm trying I'm trying I'm trying block switch real quick, you know what I mean? So <laughs> all flagging and shit. But uh no, nah, I think they, they kinda appreciate it. Uh, I, I think I, I think they'll definitely get a kick out of you because you know you're so you're so you know articulate and shit like that. So I think you can have fun with that. So if the niggas make sure you wear a condom. You know what I mean? That's all. You know what I mean? So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta. I don't know, man. I gotta figure out my policy on that whole thing. Uh, anyway. <laughs> you want to get in the shout outs, man? <laughs> uh, you got anything else you want to cover? <laughs> uh, let me see if I missed anything. Uh. Yeah, let me uh, let me disrespect something real quick. All right. Uh, should I disrespect? Uh, delayed shipping. I fucking hate delayed shipping. Oh. Don't tell me it's gonna be here Thursday if it's not gonna be here, bro. I be I be making plans around the ship being here Thursday, and I literally picked out this specific item and paid a little extra so it could be here Thursday. So don't fuck with me. I hate that shit. And then also. Don't tell me it's going to be here from the 4th to the 19th. What the <laughs> fuck am I supposed to do with that shit, cuz? Like, I could be checking for that motherfucker from the 4th to the 6th, get it stolen on the 7th, come back on the 8th, and keep checking for it all the way to the 19th before I start worrying. So, yeah, man, fuck that. Yeah, well, fuck all that shit. Yeah. I mean, I'm in some drop shit shit. You know what I mean? What biz? I guess I'll shout it out. LFE, clothing brand. Go out there, see our website, buy some shit. Uh, but yeah, bro, uh, we're going through a fucking third party uh, fucking... Well, we're going through somebody to actually make our shit. But apparently, man, all this shit's fucking backed up for fucking like 19... Fulfillment services? Fulfillment is fucking backed up. 19 day delay, Brody. Yeah, guess 19 what? 19 days. Fucking oh, man. Days. Almost three weeks, bro. It's Yo, crazy. No, Ian, I love you, baby. I love you with all my heart. Mm-hmm. Fuck that company. I don't give a fuck what happened to that company and that product. <laughs> I had some to- I had some moments and some time to think about it and come to the peace in my mind and how everything played out. And mm-hmm. fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. Okay. I disrespect that shit too. Okay. I still love you though. I love you too, bro. All right. I, I would never want to disrespect you, bro. <laughs> um so yeah i want to uh, review some podcasts you got something uh yeah actually uh well i got one and a half here all right so firstly uh the first one i want to get into is called the the pitch by gimlet uh so essentially what they do is they get investors it's almost like shark tank the podcast uh but they actually go a little bit more in depth with businesses uh but let me tell niggas uh first gimlet gimlet media is like they started up they started up this, uh, they're like a podcast company, but they're also a startup company. It's kind of crazy. And a media company. But they started yeah. up with the Startup Podcast, which is dope. Any of y'all aspiring business people, go check out the Startup Podcast from Gimlet Media. That shit's free, I think, on SoundCloud because it's old as fuck. 
But uh, yeah, that joint was like basically the beginning of their whole empire. And it's been crazy to watch that shit just grow for the last like eight years, I think. Yeah. bro. Yeah, but not yeah. So I mean, but kind of piggybacking off that, they have this podcast called The Pitch. Well, essentially they pretty much have business owners come on there and they kind of do a podcast with investors to try to see if they can actually like draw up money. Uh, we'll try to see if they can get investments to kind of, you know, expand. Uh, but past couple of episodes they have, huh? From the audience? Not from the audience, not. Like they, 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 bring, they bring a panel, it's like, it's like Shark Tank. Like they bring a panel of investors on and they have people come on to the podcast to actually pitch their, invest, their, their business to it's the Shark investors. Yeah, they talk about it. So, and it's actually pretty cool. Uh, but one thing, uh, you know, but it's obviously with everything going on with the whole coronavirus and COVID and all that shit like that, it's been kind of fucked shit up. But even within that, you know, they actually had an interview with somebody that actually like has been doing better coming out of this shit than before. And then they had uh, the, the more recent podcast, they actually had uh, people kind of calling in and talking about their businesses with some of the investors and asking them how they could pretty much navigate with all this shit going on right now. And those investors giving them advice on how they would navigate and hey man listen i will put my money towards this if you maybe did this or you got an opportunity to do this so so shouts out to them man for you know trying to help niggas keep industrious doing all this shit that's what's going on you know what i mean so granted that shit is down but man you know what i mean you can still come up so Hell yeah. and i imagine i imagine this major keys in every single one of them episodes man share me that link when you get a second yeah um Plus, yeah, like you were saying, like, this is the time for everybody to be working and shit. Like, don't get me wrong. We know that. We're not saying nothing that niggas ain't come to the realization of already. But if you don't know right now, like, let me be the one to reinforce, bro. Once this shit all go back, like, how you going to look back on this? I dig that. I'm going to look back like, you know, I bodied this fucking corona shit. I bodied this quarantine shit. Well, yeah, because they say, like, you know, the biggest transfers of wealth happen during times like this. So, I guess, man, just I want to make sure I'm, up, I'm in the upswing of this shit here. So, hence why we fucking recording three episodes a week. You know what I mean? Dropping game for y'all niggas. So. Yo, man, I don't even want to have to talk to you about this, but I might as well do it. Yo, this nigga Wing sent me fucking five pairs of sneakers today. Showed me five pairs of sneakers today. Mm. They equaled about a good five racks. Damn. And he just did it, like, just to wake me up. <laughs> Just to wake me up, just to open my eyes. And I went and found the value about three of them and was like, nigga, you tripping. I was like, one of them shits was 15, 1500. Damn, he's just sitting on it. He was like, he started laughing. He was like, for real, where? Yeah, he's just sitting on it. DS. Damn. All hardcore. And that was just five pair. I'm definitely blanking out that nigga's name. <laughs> Blank out that nigga name. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man. We got to protect that collection there, so. Yeah, so it's, it's opportunities everywhere out here, man. And not at that nigga crib, but it's opportunities everywhere, man. You know, it's money, it's money to be made. I mean, it's, it's, it's dreams to be had right now. Uh, shit, man, me personally, like, I'm trying to get on this YouTube shit. Like I said, I got three ideas. I'm excited about all three of them. I got mm -hmm. something coming in the mail that's going to make one of them happen. Uh, the other two, I tried to do one of them shits, fucked it up completely. That shit was crazy. Then I tried to do it again. Fucked it up a little less. You know what I'm saying? So it's going to be right. best. It's a little learning curve. I mean, you may fuck around and, 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 not, and not fuck up on the next one. You know what I mean? So Exactly. That's the hope, bro. That's the hope. That's the hope. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, you want to get any shout-outs? Uh, yeah, sure, man. Well. Oh, shit. I ain't do my podcast review. 
Hey, what is your review? I want to do sports talk with Broads. Okay. All right. Basically, bro, white bro, Broads or Bro Broads. Broads with a D, okay. like 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 short for Brody, like okay. mad white dude. He sounded like he probably from South Philly or the Northeast or maybe even from Jersey. You know, no disrespect to them niggas. Uh, but yeah, he talk about all all uh the local sports, every fucking one. So it's kind of cool because the format that shit gives them an opportunity to do uh thirty minute updates every single day. Nice. I respect that. Um, some days he might do two. Some days he might not have one, but he always on it. Thirty second Johns. It's always something to update because he's covering four different sports. So that's kind of dope. Damn. Thirty so, second updates every day? No, thirty minute. Thirty, 30 minute. minute updates? Yeah. That's a that's yeah. broads. All right, let me get on yeah. that. Sports talk with broads. He's on uh YouTube too. But yeah, I want I want uh you know what I mean he 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 he's like an expanded version of uh every sports podcast I've ever listened to because he actually touches every sport. Like even ESPN don't be touching every sport. Well, not every sport, but you know, the major four, the major. Yeah. Four. Yeah. I mean, it, I wish he could probably get into more shit a little bit more often, but eh. yeah, I would love it. I mean, it would be a lot easier for me to get into fucking my baseball bag. If them niggas help me. Yeah. I mean, that's true. These damn stats, man. Shit. Uh, baseball, baseball needs to help themselves though. I think they need a rebrand. That's, that's another, that's another sport that, that needs all complete. Not necessarily even an overhaul, but I feel like the way they shoot the game, maybe implement a couple rule changes just to make the game a little bit more year. exciting. You know what I mean? They've they, done that this year. They literally yeah. changed. They've changed rules so that they could change the speed of the game. Yeah. They, they, I don't they think that's the issue. I don't think that that's the issue at all. I think what the issue is is that they don't market the players. Yeah. They don't have any superstars that we can name and recognize on the streets. Well, I mean, well, you had that with the whole home run thing, but obviously niggas was juicing just to actually not work. <laughs> Nigga, that was like 2003, 2002. I know. Even earlier. I, mean, I think it might have been 90. Yeah, nah, yeah, that was the late 90s, man. But honestly, I felt like that was when baseball was his most excited, exciting. You know what I mean? Like, what motherfucker was like, he was but watching yeah, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, Ken Griffey Jr., you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Point, had, bro, that was superstars. That was, you know what I mean, they had that. And then, like, you know, you had your fucking pitchers and shit like that. Randy Johnson, like, motherfuckers just, you know what I mean? Pitching all, like, I feel like yep. they got to they gotta, they gotta do some shit to where they can, if they got to make some rule changes or something, just to make the game more exciting. Every other, every other sport does it. I don't so, think it's the game, bro. I think the game's great. I think it's just the I think it's the superstars, bro. I think they just need to coverage, like, better coverage. You think <clears throat> better coverage of the people, yeah, of the player. Like actually make the players look cool. Give the players some fucking sneakers, sneaker deals. Like get the players some commercials. Put them niggas on the sprite commercials. Hook them niggas up with the Migos. Half of them Dominican anyway. Come on, bro. Hook them up with good, with Bad Bunny. Like like seriously, market the players. Make niggas want to be like the players, because then we will tune in, we will learn the fucking stats, and we will watch the game. Seriously. Yeah, um, but I think that that's a big part of it, because at the end of the day, I mean, when you have a big – and I guess that's the thing that's tough with baseball, right? When you watch a baseball player, you don't necessarily know, like, let's say you have an A-Rod or uh, a Mike Trout. I mean, what really makes – like, you know, when you're watching the game with other sports – that's the yeah, thing. You had the physical accolades. They kind of like, oh shit. You know what I mean? Baseball has that too. It's just the niggas ain't aware of it. Like for instance, yeah. I had to, I had to watch like, I had to watch like YouTube niggas explain to me why A-Rod was so great and what made him so special. Like I, I also had to like, I had to learn there's no such thing as a pitcher power hitter. 
I had to learn Mike Piazza was special because he was a catcher who was a power hitter. There was no such thing as a catching power hitter. Like, so it's just certain dynamics of the game that you just have to learn from the game. And then you see why niggas is special. But at the same time, I didn't know LeBron was special before they told me he was special. Then I had to go and see why he was special. Yeah. But the thing is, but then, but I guess in the pace of a game, you could watch LeBron highlights and see why that nigga is special. You You can watch Mike Trout highlights and see why that nigga is special. That nigga can run, throw, and hit. Those are the three characteristics of that game. He can run, throw, and hit. Some niggas can run, can't throw. Some niggas can hit, can't run. That nigga can do all three. Yeah, but I feel like when it comes to baseball, the difference being like, you know, granted, it's a major difference, but... Have you ever seen a triple play? Not in a long time. Have you ever (laughs) seen a walk-off homer? Yeah, not in a long time. See, really, no, we, we have one. We have one to decide. Just season, excited. Though. Those things are just excited. Just, just as exciting as like buzzer beaters. Yeah, game winners and shit like that. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know. Or like even a triple play. When you see a nigga do a triple play, like that ball come up, he catch that shit perfectly. Throw a nigga out, throw another nigga out. Bam. Like you see that? You're like, dog, these niggas, they look like they've been practicing that shit all day. Yeah. They have. You know but, what I'm saying? But, that's but, that's but, the frequency, though, how often does it happen? I don't watch baseball enough to know, bro. So you could probably get I, honestly, you probably yeah. get at least you probably get at least two doubles on each team. Uh, I don't know, nigga. But <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the thing. I mean, sure, I'm sure there's a lot of things like when niggas was doing bat flips, that was exciting because of the context that niggas saw it in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do a bunt when niggas do a bunt in the eighth inning. It's exciting because of the context, because they know they got a nigga on third. So when they button it, it's headed toward first. So they don't care if they get out as long as they nigga on third get home. Like the nuances that come from the rules and not understanding the rules, yeah, man, that's gonna slow niggas down. That's gonna make it not entertaining. But like I said, niggas just need that one bait to get them into it, which is to see their favorite nigga go hit. Cause they'll watch, bro. They'll watch. But yeah. you know. Like, all right, for instance, I, w- I was going to say this, too. Like, this was one of the uh, topics I was going to bring up. Uh, if you had a kid, boy or a girl, and um, obviously there's a bunch of different things you're going to want to get them into, a bunch of different good habits and traditions you're going to want to teach them. But obviously you're going to want to teach them sports because that, that, that teaches them discipline on a certain level. And there's a bunch of different individual sports that you're going to want to get them into. You seem like you're going to want to get your people into tennis. I know I'm going to want to get my people into tennis. But out of the fucking major ones, in America at least, which one would you be pushing your son or daughter to be playing? Let's say son, just to be simple. Son? Uh, soccer or basketball? Okay. Okay. And why is that? Uh, well, I feel like, well, obviously basketball, just because I'm a fan. I'm probably gonna make that nigga a fan, <laughs> you know what I mean in that in that, that regard. But also, it's just uh, not even just opportunities. But I think soccer would be one of those things because it's pretty unique. Uh, but I think soccer definitely does just even future singing. I think it has a pretty big future. Uh, I think soccer is a little less unique, to be honest. In Philly, I mean not in Philly, sorry, in in America, I think soccer is a little less unique because soccer is actually like a program that's at every fucking major school. It is, but I feel like. And men and I, I, I think I think we're a few years away from like soccer taking off here. It was not necessarily the same way it does everywhere else, but 
you got to think like, you know, you ask this question that like every kid, you know, most kids here play soccer, but why isn't the U.S. have like a really big soccer league or anything like that? And like you said, like, you know, when it comes to players and shit like that, uh, oddly enough, I actually know somebody who's a very, very big soccer fan and a fucking local team here and shit like that. And he's part of the fucking crew and everything like that. So uh, there's a lot that goes into that. But I don't know. I think just those two sports are pretty pretty nice. But tennis, I don't know, is a good aspect. Honestly, it's funny because, man, I don't know. I wish I would have got back, gotten to tennis when I was pretty, a little younger too, man. That should have actually been the move. I kind of actually want to play tennis now, man. Like, we got to get out there and play squash when all this shit's over, man. So. I'm with it, my nigga. I'm with it. I fucking get a membership just for that shit. That's like my favorite thing to do. But uh, you don't need a membership for tennis, so we could just run out to a fucking to a court real quick. It's court. Yeah. And that's social distancing too. So, granted, you got to touch the ball, but but some fuzzy ball, though. Can it keep really, on a little bit of fuzz? Nah, you got to fucking... Oh yeah, you gotta serve. Anyway, you can wear gloves. Um, I, if I would have gave you more time to answer this question, I'm sure you would have came up with something like baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm also sure that you would have said before anything, you would have said you want your kids at multi sports. You know, you want you want them to do all types of shit. You don't want to put all your eggs in any one basket. And uh, that's what I've seen so far. Like that, as far as the blueprint that I've seen, that's the best. Like the niggas who come out and end up fucking going for the fucking NFL draft and the MLB draft. That shit's fly as fuck. But yeah. also, I like the fact that uh, I like the fact that baseball. I don't think you was real enough, nigga, because you ain't say money at all. And I think that any any parent should be saying that, even if they don't want to, and even if they don't want to be the kind of slave driver that every parent ends up being. Niggas got to acknowledge that if it's if if we talking about, you know, what you gonna get your kid into at a young age, you are considering career opportunities. Well, the- no, well that's why I said soccer, because I mean the only thing is with soccer. Soccer is a heavy investment on the parents, but you know, like essentially when it comes to soccer, if you're going to be a major, a major league soccer on a big level, they pretty much scout you when you're like six, seven years old. You know what I mean? They kind of, bring you, they bring you up, like they know at that, they know at that age, whether or not you're going to actually be something. So they'll, they'll, and then they'll put you in these camps and on track to actually be a star from that moment. So. I used to do recruiting for them camps, nigga. I know, believe me. I've 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 stalked little seven and eight year olds and read all of their little cards and stats and shit. Um, but what's crazy is I respect baseball because of the motherfucking union that they got, the power that the players have. Oh hell yeah! I also respect it because of all of the different things that uh, that come into play when you have to play baseball. Like I was saying, you got your running, you got your catching, you got your you know, all your athletic categories, but then there's the thinking, you know what I mean? Then there's the patience, the actual pace of the game. Like, I really like that shit. It's like chess. Just we're real niggas. <laughs> I like that. I mean, granted, I played baseball when I was young and very underrated sport. Uh, and contrary to popular belief, you have, contrary to popular belief, you have to be in shape to play baseball. So, mm-hmm. Know. You can look fat, but you you got your ass actually needs to be able to move, and you know what I mean. So, but uh, I guess the only thing like it's just weird because when I look at the, I guess it's the way the game is shot as well too. Granted, baseball is one of those things where you kind of you know you cut on the game. It's almost kind of like a background game because you know even when you go when you go to the baseball game, you're pretty much just chilling and hanging out until something happens, and it's just like you know. Well. It's kind of like football because there's a pace. It's an obvious yeah. pace. There's a time when you don't pay attention, 
And there's a time when you obviously know not to pay attention, but then there's a time where you absolutely know we got to pay attention right now. Yeah. Same thing with baseball, bro. You just got to know it. Like, you know, I, I wasn't – the first sport that I went to go see was baseball. I, I, I moved to Durham, North Carolina, and went to a, a Durham Bulls game also when I was young. And then also, like, I played a lot of baseball just as a, as a young boy. Like, I had a glove and shit, so we went out and did that. I don't know. It was just normal. That's what did you play? What, what position? You don't mind me asking. Nigga, you ain't going to believe me, nigga. What? I was outfielder, nigga. <laughs> I, I can kind of see that. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, I wasn't that sociable, bro. I was like, yeah, yeah, what you want to do? Yeah, I'm going to go out there. All right, yep, yeah, mm-hmm, I got it. That was me. Uh, <clears throat> I used to play either center or left field, actually right field. And <clears throat> I remember one time I got caught slipping, dog. <laughs> I got caught slipping for real, man. But I, I lucked up because, like, somebody actually hit something, and I didn't really expect it to go for that far out. And I went up to go catch it. Ran into the wall. She missed the glove, smacked me straight in the face. Ooh. So, ball strike, smacked me straight in the face, had a bruise on my face, but I still caught it. You know what I mean? So, because it bounced. <laughs> and I fell and it landed on top of me. Like, Ooh, oh, man. You ain't lose no teeth, bro. You good. You won nah, that. Nah, she shit me right in my fucking cheekbone and shit like that. So, that's fly. That's fly. No, I had, I was a, uh, niggas told everybody I was left hand. So, I, I, I would end up doing the right side, but. Yeah, man. I had I would wear a left glove half of the time. Like niggas was trying to fuck my career, bro. Just from an yeah. early age, man. Nah, I just hated like playing those off positions. I just hate playing like fucking. I hated being like when they used to have me fucking. I, I just never was this. I never wanted to be shortstop because the nigga that plays shortstop, man, you like. Uh, you got to be on. Yeah, you got to be on all the time. Uh, Third base. I, I, I hated second base because second base is you're technically an outfielder as well too. Almost. Uh, and then there's a couple games where I had to fill in and play catcher. Nah, I don't catch. <laughs> that's just bad. That shit was I, ass. I've done that. I actually did that because I used to be like, when I played soccer, I was a goalie. When I played hockey, I was a goalie. So when I played baseball, niggas was like, you should be a catcher. I tried that shit, nigga. Nah, bro. Nah, that's, that's, no that's, not, that's not fun at all. It's not it's fun, no fun fun. You just sitting there hot as shit. Like, you just doing nothing. I mean, and the thing is, oddly enough, though, you as catcher, you're pretty much quarterback of the team at that at defense at that point too. Well, so. it comes from third base. It comes from the third base coach. They telling you what to do. And yeah, they, but then you 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 pass them off. Yeah, well, you keep an eye on everything too, though, because you you know what I mean in case niggas want to steal bases and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like you know, you know what I mean. So it's kind of it's kind of one of those things. So I mean, granted. All right, I guess I'm reselling myself on baseball here. <laughs> the thing is, the only thing is, I guess the, those intricacies. I mean, the nuances, man. Like, yeah, I said. you know, what I mean, the nuances. You know, it's just because I, I played it. You know what I mean? That's the only thing. But you know, but sometimes just sitting down and watching it, it's, it's not always there. But the thing is, you. But you know what though? Play playoff baseball though. I love it. I love it. Nothing like it, bro. Yeah, Nothing. I mean, so, so. But, yeah, all right, all right, all right. So, MLB, man, I'm going to give you a shot this season, man. I'm going to give you a shot this season. Yeah, but y'all niggas need to really, like, make superstars out of these players. Like, y'all pay – listen, bro, Mike Trout just got $433 million fucking deal the other day. Man, Who knows Mike Trout? That I think he was supposed to come here. Who uh, knows? I, I know he was. You're right about that. You're right about <laughs> that. Right about niggas was recruiting the shit out of that nigga. Look, <laughs> no matter. He got $433 million. Who talking about that shit, my nigga? Now, don't get me wrong. That does sound huge. Yeah, I don't know if niggas really want to talk about that. <laughs> so, 
No, no, no. It is because Bryce, Bryce Harper, Bryce Harper. Well, we gave him, uh, we gave him like what, uh, three hundred million or something like that. Or three, some three, shit? I think it was like three eleven or some stupid. Yeah, it's just shit like that. Something crazy. But that's because we was expecting him to get my trout. Anyway, yeah. anyway, but if you break it down though, AD made more money than that last year. I'm just saying, that was a 13 year deal, I think, or 12 for that 430. But at the same time, like baseball, y'all willing to make these niggas pay? Y'all willing to give these niggas the power to organize? Well, come on, man. Y'all niggas need to get together and learn how to make stars out of yourselves. It's all about attention nowadays, man. It's attention marketing, man. Turn that shit into motherfucking money. Yeah. I know you listening, Commissioner. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure to start with a G. I forget what the fuck it is, though. <laughs> what is that shit? And, uh, commissioner, commissioner, whatever your name is. Commissioner fucking Mr. Commissioner. <laughs> Rob like, Manfred. My Rob, Manfred. Commissioner Rob. <laughs> yeah, that shit ain't start with no G at all. But, yeah, just like LeBron said, Mr. Commissioner, get your shit together. But, uh, yeah, man, that's all. That's all. I guess that's all for baseball. Because I'm, I'm sure half of these niggas do not give a fuck about baseball. This podcast. Unless they Dominican. <laughs> then they definitely fucking live for that shit. Oh, man. Uh, all right, I'm going to just start saying – I'm going to keep saying dumb shit until you just cut me off. Yeah, no, let's just get the shots, though. Let's get the shots. Let's get the shots. Shout out my nigga Aaron Gordon, AG. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's spitting now. You know what I'm saying? He got a couple videos out. Aaron Gordon is spitting now? <laughs> I mean, granted, you got to have some claim to fame. They won't let this nigga fucking win the Dunkin' Championship. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, I know. And it's see, not like see, these. See, this is what happens. Out there winning mad games or nothing. See, see, D-Wade, this is what you do to niggas, man. You know what I mean? He got niggas out here on golf courses with Bentleys and shit. You know what I mean, dog? When niggas can't live in their purpose, man, they gotta fucking man do some shit that man they not they not even really trying to do, man, because they can't man get their roses and get the accolades they need and the shit they do best. God knows, Aaron Gordon. Who won the dunk contest again? You forgot his name. Somebody exactly, <laughs> <laughs> Derek Jones Jr. or whatever. Yeah, Derek Jones Jr. Man, I mean, granted, Derek Jones Jr. may turn out into being a man a couple oh, seasons from now, but it don't matter. He shouldn't have won. Well, maybe not the man, but a man. <laughs> he is a man exactly. now, but you know, exactly. You know I mean? He oh, end up end up being a dude, like they say. You know, what I mean, he's going to be in a dude at some point. So, but. I don't know, man. Aaron Gordon should have won that, man. Just off, just off the one dunk when he threw it off the side and then the 360, man. That's man. And those was the surplus dunks, by the way. That He ain't even planning to do that, John, that night. Like, he was just like, damn, all right. Well, since I got 350s, I guess I'll give y'all this. So. Yeah. Shout out to Aaron Gordon. He making music now, man. Go listen to that man music. He ain't cussing. Uh, that's what's <laughs> up. Yeah, he fucking influenced, man. <laughs> Well, speaking of music, man, I got a uh, shout-out to a band called uh, Chicano Batman. What? Yeah. Why you got to shout that nigga out? What the fuck that nigga do to earn a shout-out from you? Nah, the, the new album's dope, man. Fuck with it. So, shout right. out to y'all, y'all, man. It's just, it's just actually hot, man. And it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not one nigga. It's, it's like... It's a band? Know, it's a band, yeah. Oh, all right. All right, all right. Cool. So. Yeah, all right. Shit, well, if it's hot, man, he earned it. Fuck it. <laughs> So, hot to me. You know what I mean? New album out, Invisible People, man. Check it out. Yeah. I want to shout out uh, Alibaba. Tried to order some shit off of uh, 
Alibaba the other day. Mm-hmm. Told me that shit was gonna take three weeks. And I was like, <laughs> I, was like <laughs> I was like, nigga, I can, I can make that shit in three weeks. So I, I ended up making that shit. So shout out to y'all for fucking unlocking Inspire. my genius. Inspiring you shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So making niggas realize they can be so more productive. Like, you know what I mean? I don't, don't got to order that shit from China. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean, I can make that shit here in America. Let's start my own motherfucking factory over this bitch. So. Sweatshop right up in my basement. <laughs> well, yo, sh- shout out to uh, this YouTube channel called The Tape. Uh, they actually had a video re- recently talking about uh, social thrillers and shit like that. Uh, I guess kind of, you know, talking about Instead of having like horror movies based on just like, you know, supernatural shit, it's horror movies based on just shit that we can do. So kind of like, you know, that whole uh, avenue of like, you know, Black Mirror or Get Out or. Uh, Incest even... porn. Yeah. So you said what? Incest porn. Incest porn. Yeah. Well, even that too. Right. But I guess, you know, just, you know, that that type of media where like, you know, it's it all so much more relatable that we can't even deny it. Like Exactly. I mean, because the thing is, the, the real fear isn't even of like the supernatural. That's the fun fear. We know that's yeah. never gonna happen. I can deal with that. It. It's, it's the things that we could potentially do to ourselves. So yeah, they actually have this uh, really cool. And once I turn it off, I'm still scared. Exactly, because you, you're thinking like, yo, this shit probably this shit's probably really happening right now. Should so, I barricade this door? Should I throw this Alexa in the trash? <laughs> so, so shouts out to them for just kind of just highlighting that shit. And uh, I don't know, kind of just draw, you know, I guess the, the video, they had a really, really, really detailed uh, explanation of how that worked, you know, kind of just starting from like films back in the 70s with Night of the Living Dead and shit like that and kind of just like branching off from there and shit like that. So uh, that kind of encouraged me to go watch this movie uh, the other night called The Hunt, uh, which is hilarious uh, and obviously just made for this time. So essentially they had this group of like liberal elites that like gathered up a bunch of like conservatives that were tweeting some like flagrant shit and pretty much just like put them in like this random town and started trying to hunt them down and shit like that. Did uh, that drop like last year or sometime? Yeah, I think it, this year, last year. I, I that I remember hearing somebody uh talk about that shit. I've seen have you ever seen The Pest with John Leguizamo? Uh not in a while, not in a long time. Not as an adult. So All right, well, that's basically the basis of that movie. Uh, okay. Some niggas basically saw him and was like, oh, shit, all right, he looked fun. And then they took him to the island and was like, all right, we got a bunch of bread for you. Here's what's going to happen. And then they hunted that nigga. Uh, <laughs> Yo, that sounds a lot like, uh, do you ever see uh, Surviving the Game with uh, Ice-T? <laughs> no. Same shit happened with him, dog. Same, same shit happened to him. He was a homeless dude living on the street. And he got fucking picked up by these fucking this rich guy. They, like I mean, they brought him to like this crib out there in fucking Aspen, and you know, in the mountains and shit. I mean, they gave him a good meal. We're just like kind of just like you know admiring him and then chumping his ass. And in the middle of the meal one night, they just say, "You need to get the fuck out of here. We're gonna kill your ass." And that nigga ran. He started running, and then they chasing <laughs> him, hunting his ass. You know what I mean? so, so, hey, look, since you brought that up, I got one more thing I gotta bring up. Um, all right, so on the Chicago shit, right? Mm-hmm. Well, all right. So the boy Zach TV, he was the one making the documentaries. So there was this incident that happened. I believe it was in late 2017 or something like that, where there was this house party. Well, it was a hotel party with a whole bunch of G. I ain't gonna say gangster niggas. It was just a whole bunch of Chicago people, right? A whole bunch mm-hmm. of Chicago kids was at a party. 
and some of them niggas went live, and you know they was just doing their thing. They was blowing gas. They was just they had bitches in there. It was kicking it. So it was a couple of the girls who was like, I don't, I don't know if they was hosting the party or whatever, but they was definitely like, kind of like in the main focus of the party out of five of them or whatever. They had a video where one of them had come out of the room and long story short, she ended up dead in the bottom kitchen in the freezer. Right. Wow. I think I remember the story, right? And they were kind of like trying to like hide that she actually died at the party or some shit like that or some shit like that. Or like... Well, the thing was, so they had interviewed everybody at the party and you know how it is. Like it's a bunch of gang shit. So a lot of niggas got reason to think that whatever, whatever. Uh, niggas had went on live. So there was a lot of evidence to, to read through. So what happened was the boy Zach TV, which was he was like he had been making documentaries for years before that. He, he, he saw a particular interest in this case and ended up finding a couple of the niggas that was, uh, that was like suspected and interviewing them mm-hmm. and then interviewing, you know, her mom or whatever and reaching out to the family and basically saying, yo, I'm gonna pick this shit up. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna investigate this shit. Mm-hmm. And then he, he started investigating it and basically started saying, yo, it wasn't, it had nothing to do with them kids. Cause think about it, bro. They want us dead every day. If they had any little shred of evidence on us, they done went down them kids would have. So it, it really come down to, Look at the video and like niggas basically was saying like she got uh she got drugged and then taken to the you know basically led down by either a staff or an employee or some shit security. Oh, wow, so, so so somebody even outside of that whole thing. Somebody outside of the whole situation and niggas started alleging body snatching for organs. Niggas started alleging the owner of the hotel. Niggas started looking up his peoples on Facebook and shit like. Shit got mad deep, and that nigga ended up dead over maybe even that. Maybe shit, not maybe, even gang shit. I mean, maybe that. Yeah, I mean, honestly, you know, because honestly, I think when you go, like, you know, too deep down the rabbit hole, and you figure out what a lot of these motherfuckers are really into are, man. <laughs> I mean, harps and organs, man, it's a real thing, so. Nah, it is. I mean, shit, it's just going to get even realer pretty soon when, well, we could talk about that all fucking off, off video. <laughs> But on to our next shout-out. the next episode. <laughs> What's that? Nah, but on to the next shout-out. Uh, Shouts-out to... I guess this is a show and shit. It's more media, more free promotion. Shouts-out to Westworld. Uh, <laughs> the creators of Westworld. Nah, well, I guess the creators, too. Fucking, uh, well, it's, it's Jonathan Nolan, Christopher Nolan's brother and shit like that. So, But I guess kind of just like bringing the future to life and shit like that, kind of just with the story and shit like that. So... With the conclusion, I mean, this whole season, obviously, they, well, for those that haven't watched it, spoiler alert, whatever, but this season's a lot less cerebral than the other ones. It's a little more straightforward, but I feel like the, the message of it, uh, it pretty much is saying that, like, you know, we're in the Matrix and they're using fucking, like, technology to kind of, like, you know, dictate our futures and who we are and shit like that. That was definitely alive and present. And then kind of just showing, uh, Granted, the protagonist, like, you know, is trying, is, who's a robot, is trying to fight that same technology and shit like that. Uh, so niggas within the system fighting the system and shit like that, who are made by the system, who are making niggas in the system. But, I don't know. It was a really good finale. Uh, obviously, they having the money grab because they're doing another season. But shouts out to them for just giving niggas uh, action taint, edu, edu action taint or some shit like that. I, I don't even know. I, I'll make up a word for it at some point, but. 
you know, word. entertaining word. niggas while giving us action, while dumbing us down, but then putting niggas on at the same time. I, I well, talk to uh to, to to kind of speak to what you were saying uh earlier about how that like that truly fucking horrific shit is the shit that takes place near you or the shit that you can that can happen to you. <clears throat> yeah. It's funny as shit when I see shows. I don't watch TV or whatever, but it's funny as shit when I see shows that take place in the future, and then like halfway through the show, you realize like we're in the future, or like yeah. like four or five seasons into it, you like the shit converges. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, damn, this is the present now. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's scary as fuck. But yeah, that's kind of cool though. That's kind of what the vibes that you just gave me. Um, I want to doubt. I want to shout out. Uh, Dr. Fauci, true yeah. MVP. Yeah, true MVP. Uh-huh. I want to shout out uh, Joe Rogan because that's the person who introduced me to Dr. Fauci. He put me on first, uh, I think, in the beginning of March. That was the first time I heard Dr. Fauci say some shit and tell niggas what to do and what not to do and then tell niggas what to expect. But uh, I'll say one thing. That nigga ain't stepped foot in the lab since this whole shit started. Uh, <laughs> he well, might all right. be a politician after all this shit. Well, I mean, just so you know, that nigga's been in the game for a while. I mean, granted, he was, put it this way, when AIDS, when all the AIDS shit happened, he was the same nigga then as he was now when that shit happened, so. He's so, a spokesperson. So, let me just put out a name of a documentary that's out there, Plandemic. Uh, you know, check it out. See what you, you know what I mean? Check it out. Just check it out. That's all. How the fuck that ain't make the cut for none of the shit we were supposed to talk about? How you just got that, like, happenstance? Like, just throw throw the pandemic on him real quick. Like, it's not relevant as fuck it right does, now. It does, man. It is. But, I mean, that shit been getting booted off of YouTube and all that shit like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. Yeah, but <laughs> real niggas know where to find shit. I know. But, I mean, but shit. But now that these niggas are actively, you know what I mean, going after shit, like. You know what I mean? Back in the day, you know, a nigga would get a ban and shit like that, but nah, bro. Like, put it this way. This, this documentary has been posted, like, to, all right, just imagine, like, you know, remember back in the day when we watched Zeitgeist and shit? Yeah. And it was it was fairly, it was it was fairly, fairly accessible, right? Mm-hmm. So, so just imagine if a nigga posted Zeitgeist, uh, YouTube deleted it. Another nigga posted Zeitgeist, YouTube deleted it. Another nigga posted as some other shit completely different. Mm-hmm. You know, deletes it and shit like that. You know what I mean? So it's you know to the point where you gotta like get in forums and shit. Yeah, but but to the point where you can't even post that shit on Reddit, B. They taking it down off Reddit. Nah, that's cool. I can understand Reddit. Reddit has been highly controlled recently. Yeah. But, so so I mean, if it was up to me. Where would I go to find it? I mean, maybe a torrent. The Pirate Bay, baby. <laughs> Shout to the gods. So. That's where I would go to find it if I was y'all niggas. But um, my last shout out is going to be, like I said, everybody's still riding with Cam Newton. Um, Yeah, man. Don't be on that hating ass bullshit, man. That's all to it, man. My nigga showed y'all what he could do. Don't be all, uh, what have you done for me lately? Fuck that. Yeah. Um, Any team that ends up with that dude is going to win games this season. That's my prediction. I mean, honestly, shit. He's a perfect backup. <laughs> he ain't a backup. He's I mean, but that's it. Well, he, well, that's it. well. We debated this before. He he. T- he is still a backup. He's, he's still backup a backup. everybody though. He's yeah, backup he's, to everybody though. Exactly. And I mean, <clears throat> he's an he's he's a, he's an insurance policy. You cash in on midseason. You know what I mean? So, granted, but uh, 
But uh, all right, well, I give my last shout out. Once again, shout out to all the mothers, man. Happy Mother's Day. Uh, shouts out for just all that energy. Uh, not just even feminine energy and stuff like that, but just loving and nurturing, uh, strength, uh, all that. And a million other words I can't even say right now. Sacrifice. Sacrifice. Yeah, exactly. That, that's the big thing, too. And our <laughs> speaking of that, yo, just, just hearing about that, because uh, I remember I was reading an article and Michelle Obama, she was catching shit because, you know, she's dropped a uh, documentary uh, a couple earlier this week. And she actually said something on the documentary is that, like, you know, her and, like, you know, becoming a mother, she said she sacrificed some of her dreams and what she wanted to do, you know, just in, like, you know, business and public life and stuff like that. But she was fine with that. But her saying that she sacrificed, a lot of people gave her shit for that because she's saying, like, what do you mean you sacrifice? Being a mother should be one of the ma major things. This, but my only thing is, like, that's great and everything like that, but, you know, I have to make that decision. I would have to make that decision. And making that sacrifice is definitely, like, you know. Well, look how it, look how it got paid back to you. Man. That's awesome. Yeah. You know what I mean, instead of you being a great person now, now you great. Now you like five great people now. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's what's up, man. Yeah. Um, Sasha Obama, 2035, 2034. <laughs> nah, she is not. Um, I was going to say, in our community, uh, the mothers have been forced to be the mothers and the fathers and shit. So we should be giving them like twice the love and respect and acknowledgement and all of that shit. It's kind of fucked up. Uh, how do you feel about that whole Father's Day, Mother's Day shit? Like, you know, like a lot of people, like, you know, celebrate mother, Father's Day, Mother's Day on Father's Day, too. If there's any reason to love somebody, any reason you can find to love somebody more, do it. There we go. Great answer. All right. And on that note, fuck y'all. Till next time. Indeed. Peace.